Begin by closing your eyes and getting comfortable. Maybe you're sitting cross-legged or in a chair with your feet on the ground, or maybe even lying down. Your position doesn't matter as long as you're comfortable and alert. Take one deep cleansing breath in inviting in the newness of the day as you fill your body with air and exhale it all the way out, bringing your breath into a comfortable, easy rhythm. As your eyes close and your attention comes inward, take a second to notice the air touching your skin. Notice any sounds you may hear around you and feel the rise and fall of your chest as you breathe. Be here right now. Noticing when a thought comes up for you and letting it go, coming back to the present moment. Today is a new day. You have the opportunity to start fresh, right here, right now. To invite in love, gratitude, and joy, and to give kindness, grace, and love. And the source of all of it is inside of you. So take a deep breath in and feel the deep warmth at the center of you, a glowing sphere radiating a rainbow of colors from its core. Feel yourself smile and relax as you recognize it as you, your essence, your own personal, unique glow. 
Now bring your attention to your breath. Every time you breathe in at your natural rhythm, imagine that oxygen giving more life to your glow. See each of the colors grow a little brighter and a little bigger with each breath in. Until the reds, blues, greens, yellows, purples, whites, oranges, and greens are all radiating around you. Illuminating from the inside out. Feel the lightness, the joy, the gratitude, your glow. And now, take a second to think about how you can take your glow into your day. Your hugs, your words, your actions. They can all give light to others. Your glow can help ignite someone else's. Just envision those you love stepping into your light and how good it makes them feel and how good that makes you feel and see as your glow gets brighter, you are meant to shine. Now start to move your fingers and your toes, slowly bringing yourself back into this moment, this day. Gently open your eyes and bring your hands to your heart. Bow your head, grateful for this time you created just for you. The light in me honors the light in you. City man, you're crazy, always talking about weed. Now I make a living just a talking about weed. Yeah, I'm Steve, and I talk about weed. Hey guys, and welcome to the first edition of Steve's Weed Review, with your host, Stephen George Michael Elgin. And I'm here to tell you uh, what the good weed strains are, and which ones are dog shit. Let's start out tonight, I got to some stuff called Blueberry Kush. Now let's hear what the experts have to say about old Blueberry Kush, shall we? Blueberry Kush is an indica-dominant strain that slowly brings on a heavy body sensation, helping consumers forget their stress and relax. Originally from Oregon, this strain is a hybrid of Blueberry and OG Kush, which is evident in its fresh berry aroma with notes of earthy herbalness. This strain is a popular bedtime smoke with dreamy effects that let you float into sleep with ease. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you notice, I am joined by my friend, the heavy hitter. Uh, I'd say it's about yay high. Might have a little too much water in there. Let me get rid of some of this water real quick. I'm going to be doing the weed reviews from my guidance counselor's office freshman year at Mizzou. Guy was a total cocksuck. And I got caught with a bong in my car, and they threatened and did take away all my federal grants. Who knew? So now I will be doing all of my weed reviews from his office as a personal fuck you to him. <laughs> Alrighty. I got rid of some of the water, 
and I'm ready to rip the bong, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I got a camera here on the table, and I have a camera up here. I've, I've put some ice cubes inside the ice catcher here. The water should be nice and cold. It's time for the first cannabis weed review of Blueberry Kush. Let's do this thing. Oh, these nugs look real good. Little nugs. Let's go ahead and get a sniff, shall we? Not much of a smell, but I've had them out for a while. Let's go ahead and bust these bad boys up and see what they smell like. Put them in the old grinder here. Somebody actually at Mizzou used to call it taking out the trash. That was cashing out somebody else's bowl. I said, you pretentious fuck. I'll hit anything. I'm a mongrel. Mmm, kind of has a, a mentally smell almost. It's a smell that uh, almost clears your sinuses. Not very fruity. Now, in true Hoosier fashion, I do have uh, old hockey tape around my slide, whatever the fuck this piece is called here. So let's go ahead and hit the heavy hitter and see what happens. Happy toking. Happy medicating. Have fun. Be safe and responsible. <laughs> Have a good time. Let's get stoned. <laughs> now let's get stoned. Now let's get stoned. Ooh, that's delicious. Oh. Smooth. Delicious. <laughs> The first hint I'm getting is just a just a general old school weed taste. I'm not getting any fruit. All right, let me see. Let's hit it again and see what we can pick up this time. I also have a clean bowl that I got from a local place in town. I will hit that too. Okay, we're gonna do a bowl. Um, sometimes you can get a little bit of better taste off a bowl. I do love joints too, I'm a big joint guy. Not harsh at all on my lungs. Uh, not harsh on my throat, um, but I'm not sensing much of a distinct flavor in there. Let's give it a shout out of this very clean bowl here, as you can see. This thing's dope. All right, let's give it a whirl. Mmm. Little peppery hint. Just a little hint of that pepper. That pepper earthy. Nothing I would... <coughs> no flavors that I would say come from a blueberry. That's disappointing. I love fruity weeds. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that again. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I'm getting a <coughs> I'm getting <coughs> I'm getting a lot more of a flavor a lot more of a flavor profile. I'm starting to feel pretty good. I am noticing a good amount of keef and residue around there. So let's take this is now the third hit out of this bowl. Let's see how we're doing with this. Shall we?
That one made me hot. That one made me hot. Starting to give me that nice warm hug. Starting to get a little perspiration in this area. I like that. I like that feeling. Wow, I'm pretty ripped. I'm pretty ripped off that. That's uh, two bong hits, three hits off the bowl. Um, maybe four hits. I don't know. I can edit that part in. Uh, it feels like three. Yeah, I probably should be using a little hemp wand to light light my thing. But God dang it, man. I, there's a lot of shit I got to change. And that is pretty low on the priority list. This bowl's still going. It burns beautifully. I like the blueberry kush. That's nice. Blueberry Kush for the first weed review. Ah, I love it. This is the type of weed, the Blueberry Kush. <clears throat> I don't know if you want to name it that name. I don't know if you want to say that. But it's also the type of weed you can say, hey, man, I got... Hey, boys and girls, it's Steve's Weed Review, presented by Mycelial Media. We're about 30 minutes into this thing. And I feel good. I feel good. My neck was tight. My neck was tight. From here all the way down, I could feel it. And I bent. Now I'm loose as a goose. Uh, cannabis is a great medication for when it comes to having your body relax. Oh, take a deep breath. And you guys might find it hard. Uh, you guys might find it hard. You guys might find it hard to believe that I have trouble relaxing. I really don't. I'll fucking nap in a minute. So I don't know where I was going with that. That's kind of like one of those autopilot things where you're like, say something that you think they want to hear. I'm an asshole. Let's go back to the bog. Again, the flavor of this is nothing crazy impressive. I feel like some of the terpenes might be gone. That terpene profile is really what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a fruit, piney uh, profile. And I still do have a little bit left in here, so let's go ahead and clear this baby out. All right, boys and girls, I think it's time to load up another one of these dang dangum things. <laughs> I am making a mess. I'm making a little mess over here. It's okay. I love grinders. I need a big old grinder. Huge space case. Left it on the beach at Schwagstock one day, just filled. Heard Schwagstock's coming back. Filled that baby up. Someone found it. Had like an ounce in it. I mean, it was the biggest thing. Everyone used to always say, man, your space case is huge. I'd be like, thanks. I know. <laughs> I'm compensating. <laughs> For my small penis. Big dick energy, what? Let's get weird. Who wants to get weird? Come on, guys. It's the first annual. I'm living my dreams, guys. This is the first annual. First annual. Oh, I'm going to do this all the time. The first ever um, Steve's Weed Review. Keep wanting to call it something else. Steve Str Strain Review? Steve's Weed Review? What do you guys like? All right, let's do that. Let's do that, okay. Let's go ahead and get this in here. We're about 40 minutes into this thing. Let's go ahead and I can't stop moving my shoulders like this, which that's a good sign. 
Maybe I'm just excited overall about what's going on with the industry, with what's going on in Missouri. It's a beautiful time to be alive. Who would ever thought we'd be able to do shit like this? Not me, but here I am. Let's rip it. <laughs> time to rip this, baby. <laughs> Grip it and rip it. <laughs> it breaks in my hand, blood's everywhere. All right, time for round two. Okay, that was a good one. I'm a pervert. This has a planty weed flavor and I like it. Mamacita. Woo. Ladies and gentlemen. I feel like Prince. So particular time, I'm more compatible with just your extra time. Yes. As, as my partner in crime would say, I'm into it. This is the type of cannabis I want to crawl into a warm bed with and watch Lord of the Rings, the entire trilogy. Missouri grows great weed. Overall, this blueberry kush is some very fine chronic. Uh, it's gonna smoke, it's gonna roll, it's gonna be good. I feel succulent. My body feels good, my head feels a little cloudy. Duh. <laughs> Man, I feel like I want to start a band right now. Come sit on my face, yeah. I feel like I want to ride a child's bike down a hill very fast. I feel like I want to bake some very elegant desserts. I feel like going dog sled racing. I feel like I want to run really fast and have my friends hold up a ribbon and I come through it like this. Till next time, see you on Steve's Weed Review. That guy doing the weed review, hot as fuck, Handsome man. Handsome lad. God dang, hot as ball sacks, man. Mics, mics are low. Got you guys. Turn up the mics. Are the mics. mics on? I got your the mics mic. hanging. The mic is off. Sound Sounded right, right boys. boys. It sounds right now. <laughs> it sounds can't hear very Wait, well. Wait, is it for, are, are we? Is it for, 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 is it for
Is it, oh, better, better. Is it better now? Is this is what the boy sounds like? What the fuck is lotion in the basket? What the fuck is lotion in the basket? I spent the most of shit or else I'll listen to her as Guys, it's the morning and it's Tuesday. And Jamie Lee Curtis is not a hermaphrodite. Yeah, you, you, you're wrong. You were wrong, you were wrong mean, about that. You know Lead story. Lead story. Lead Craig story today. Greg was, was wrong. wrong. I, just I said think what she's I heard. a herm. I just heard. I just said what I heard. I heard she's got a wiener and a, a front bobo. I, I think it's cool. A little front bobo. I think a front bobo. That's what. That's what my family members called it. They tried to a make me front take, bobo. They tried to make me take a bath with my cousin when I was old enough to not be taking baths with my younger. And they said, cousin. just don't pay attention to her front, front bobo. bobo. Yeah, that's what they said. No, no, no. Actually, she was like three. I was probably five or six or 15 or something. And she's like, I got a front bobo, is what she said, because she was young. And I was like, this will torment my brain forever. My family's too close. For front fanny. Front fanny. No, front bobo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that'll forever stick with me. There's some fucking weird shit going on there in the, in the back. Like, fucking Greeks, man. Totally. Well, even the, the goddamn Serbs. My mom's a Serb. And Serb? yeah, and then Greek and Serb. Yeah, no, she's yeah. I mean, she's from that area. I know, I know. She's an Ottoman. She's a fucking. Ottoman. No, no, no. She's not. The Serbians weren't a part of the no. Ottoman Empire. They were fighting them. So that's cool. Fuck you, Ottoman Empire. <laughs> Every day, I'll say it. Every damn day. I can't wait to see the transcript on this show. Dude, we've we been getting this, transcripts of the show. AI Funniest thing. shit you've ever this heard. This company reached out to us like, would you like us to transcribe your show? Here is a sample of your show. Dude, the AI on this is uncanny. It was so good. It didn't dude. miss a word. Like, it even had, like, our, our little stutters and like it, 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 it was like speaker everything. speaker three because it thinks his meditation voice is a different human yeah, it so it's, it's like smaller <laughs> so it's speaker three. Oh, is this the part where i'm supposed to get you motivated well bleep <laughs> it's got the asterisk well fuck that you're looking at the wrong fucking guy for that speaker four craig Wow, I'm fucking motivated. <laughs> it is so fucking dry. I'm like, man, this is a Tarantino-type script right here. Ricky loves the background today. Well, guess what, Ricky? I'll change it for you. <laughs> we are in control. This is my show, Ricky. I knew this dude. Uh, he actually went to St. Mary's, and whenever he'd get all wasted, he would, if uh, if someone had a front butt, like, you know, their belt was up too high, and they yeah. kind of had that, that little pouch here, little kangaroo pouch, he would go, front butt, when he would yell it. I used to think it was so funny. He would screw, front butt, and the person would go, kind of looking down at their little pouch here, like, put your belt down. Let it fucking do over. Don't fucking... Uh. And my aunt would always give herself one of these scratches all the time. That freaked me out, too. We're getting into some stuff today. She would always scratch. I have that built into my memory. The sound of nails on jeans. And I'm like, what kind of bush does she have down there? That she is scratching it through her fucking jeans like an animal. Like, fuck, lady. Go to the bathroom and fucking get in there. God damn, you got some dandruff on there? Get some selsin blue. Okay. Okay. <laughs> some Selsen right there on it. I don't know. Uh, she's probably watching the show. She watches part of the fishing group. 
But it used to scare me. She had long hair down to here, too. So her back hair is down to here. <laughs> her back hair? <laughs> yeah, the hair that came down the back of her head. It was okay. down to here, and it was wild. You almost killed me this morning. So I imagined, what does that bush look like if she's trying to get at it, like an animal rubbing its neck on a wire to scratch itself? That's what she was doing with her claw hand. Long nails, too, man. That sound will never be out of my head. That a sound will never be out of my head. Oh, a lot of weird stuff in the. Yeah. My mom would also, yeah. uh, she'd like be like, "Hey, well, when I was younger, I remember she'd call me like into the bathroom and close the blinds thing or the curtain, and we'd fucking have a chat or whatever." And then one day, I'll never forget. She opened. I'm like fucking ten, probably at this point. I can still remember shit. And uh, you know, it was good. It's just good conversation time. I didn't think anything weird of it. Now looking back, yeah, okay. And so she whipped over the thing. I remember she just had a wash rag over her boobs. I was like, ah! probably explains that dream I had. Yeah, yeah, it probably does. It does. It does. A lot of weird stuff going on. If anybody wonders, kind of, kind of sums it up for everybody, right? I mean, I mean there's, a, it's an amalgamation. Yeah. Of stories that, yeah. that really kind of takes the wonder out of the equation. But totally. Yeah. Because you're like, how did he get like that? Stick around for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, just, you'll, read, hear, you'll hear Read the it. transcript. <laughs> read all the fucking it. transcript. You don't have to listen. My, read, read this first paragraph. My favorite part is, too, when they bring those transcripts into a court of law. And they have to read that. I, that's oh, what scares the she scratched her front butt. <laughs> that's what's like F R R R R R front butt because they would do because they would do that in the transcript. They're good. The AI is they're the good. The AI is getting real good. <laughs> it's good. And, I mean, honestly, the state's got to be using that against us, just like they do sure. everything else. They're always sure. It's always <laughs> them versus us. And who are they? Just a bunch of jerk offs collecting a check. Yeah, you jerk off collecting jerk a off check. Collecting a check. All man. I need is some fertile land and some fertile women. <laughs> Heard that, dude? <laughs> fertile woman. Yeah. I need a fertile woman. I need fertile land. I need the fertile, well, fertile crescent. Woman, a fertile woman keeps you at the. Uh, uh, under the thumb of, of Father Time, you can only crank out so much seed in nine months to, to produce yourself a little clan. Uh, You're going to need Could you have a baby every day? Could you impregnate a woman every day? You had 365 Couple. of them broads and got them on a rotation. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> 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 that's not where I was going with that. But, yeah, I get yeah, it. I get that's that. That's just how it shakes out. That's correct. That's correct. You probably need more than 365 because the chances – if you're yeah. in a room with 22 people, the chances you're of gonna have you're to, sharing a birthday is uh, is like 77%. So, I mean – I'm thinking of uh, – what was it? Uh, uh, Attila the Hun? Who was that? Who's the guy who banged everybody? Uh, oh, Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan. Genghis Khan. Um, Attila the say Hun. It's Genghis? Sure. <laughs> sure, they're I mean, wrong. I don't, yeah, I don't see, I don't see why – that was his big deal. That's why he was so mad. He's like, He's like Genghis. It's fucking Genghis. Genghis. You will remember the name Genghis. <laughs> so, Genghis? <laughs> did, you say did you say Genghis? Um, write that down. Hard G. Write that down in the book. Hard G. Yep. Put a line over it. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I just wonder, you know, you're dumping in a couple chicks a day. Because, like, you know, 85% of the people in Asia have his DNA. Not Asia. The world. The world. 85% yeah, of the people in the world. It's not maybe 85. It it's is. It's like maybe 70% it of the is. world has his DNA. Which is, I mean, pretty impressive. So how much? Like uh, 70? I thought it was like 15%. See how many chicks he's 130% of, of people. Of the people. Yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, hey, did you watch The Voice? <clears throat> well, I didn't. Um, do you watch The Voice? Uh, I have in the past. I don't have cable or any kind of television stream coming through, so I don't. Here we no. go. No, Here I, we I go. just know sixteen million men. So yeah, that's not not a ton. One in two hundred men are direct descendants. One in two hundred men? Would they kill the babies, the women babies? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe he's only claiming the the, the, the dudes. What a. I mean, you're switching places. Uh, it's just because they were they were the tracking the Y chromosomes down through through history. Guys like fucking Wilt Chamberlain, fucking it's like Sean Kemp. Y chromosomes only pass from father to son. That means the Y is a record of one's patrilineage. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, 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 oh. Garrett is dying. We are real good with the 13-year-old boy crowd. Man, I hope so. I hope so. I hope his arm's okay. Oh, yeah, because I'm surprised he can even look at you. <laughs> I'm surprised he can even do that without having some sort of PTSD where he's like, my arm's going to break. In front of his dad. What do you Man. want me to do? Garrett, in front of your dad, you better break that arm in half. My dad would have broke my arm if I lost to you as a kid. If my dad said, you're going to do this, and you're gonna, you're, you better leave it all out do on the field. not leave shame on my name. <laughs> That's what he would have done. That's a, or a Seagal-like... Yeah, right that there, kid, dude. that kid's got some. He's got some. He's got. You some don't. Dough. You don't have to up talk him. He does. You don't have he just because he's listening. You can call him. Listen, weak. he's call him he weak. Fifteen years old. Do it. He's got a couple years to get pretty strong. I'm a terrible arm wrestler. I oh, so now you're really bad, and he lost to a guy who's really terrible. Yes. Okay. Well, no, he just <laughs> lost to a guy that's like a hundred pounds heavier and. <laughs> Just a stronger years, 20 man. Years older. Just a stronger <laughs> man. Don't forget that, man. I'm letting all the little bucks know. I work that. a. I work a. a desk you want to bang antlers? <laughs> Wait, you can't say that to a. I'm coming to a for you, Garrett. To a 13 year old boy. I'm coming for you, Garrett. <laughs> no, you can't say that either. To a, to oh. a th- I'm coming for you, Garrett. <laughs> you want a rematch, Garrett? Bud? I'll do it left handed. I almost. Yeah, we're Sorry, good. I was getting a little we excited. We did. Almost flipped the table. Getting <laughs> they want to. They want to toss antlers this around. Why, this is why, you know, I feel for the uh, the guided hunts in Africa where they have, have like this really old male in the in the pack, and there's a new alpha that's going to take over, and this old male is just tearing up the pack. That's why they. That's why you end up with like Cecil the lion. Fuck that guy. He was an asshole. <laughs> no, he was an asshole. Not Cecil, no, dude. Cecil was a jerk. No, it's I'm not ready. For that. I'm not truth. ready for that. It's, it's time somebody tells you the truth. You're man. on the dentist side. I'm the. I'm fucking pro dentist. <laughs> oh damn. You might, you're an anti dentite. I am pro dentist. Cecil okay. was a cocksucker. <laughs> Fuck that lion. Hey, his sexual proclivity is no fucking. Uh, you know, not 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 on my plate. Not my, not my chair, not my problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Cecil the lion. Yeah, you got to put these old. You got to put the old uh, males down. You got to put. Yeah, that's true. That's like Kodiak Garrett, bears. Garrett, the next too. time, just take me out in the field, bud. Take I think. Down. I put, think Garrett down to rest. You gotta listen. Here's what you do. You talk a little shit to Garrett, okay? And you say you're a pussy. All right. <laughs> then he hits the gym. He hits the gym. Yeah. He's like, I'll never lose to that. He's old got man a again. picture of you on the wall. I hope he's so. Just like, I was that guy. I get it. Tell me, I'm, tell me I'm fucking, tell me I'm not great. Tell me I'm not great. 
And then he just he fashions his life yes. to be like just be just like you. He's gonna be like uh, what's his face, uh, uh, Josh Brolin and the Goonies, <laughs> like with this fucking little rubber band yeah, on his bench. Like, yeah, just, I can't be bothered with the treasure hunt. <laughs> trying to get his buff on, dude. Don't they like wrap him up in those things, and that's how they get him? Oh yeah, they, I think they so. steal his bike. <laughs> that's so stupid. Yes. Oh shit! Nice Fuck chairs. Arm wrestling is no joke. Morning, fam. Good. Um, oh, someone's talking about Go Bexley Tappy already. Yeah, it looks like Tommy Rozier. My guy. I love my guy. guy. My guy. My guy. Guys, <clears throat> did you watch The Voice? I didn't. So, no, I didn't. Do I, I have watched The Do Voice Do we want to talk past. about that? Well, yeah, sure. I, yeah. I, I, from my understanding, listen, I've shared something with you. We had a long time in the car last week. And I was like, dude, have you... Yeah, you're just like, we need to go for a drive. We need to have a talk. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I've never seen this road before. I just, I had actually just asked in passing if you had heard Michelle Moonshine. Yeah, and I was like, single. Ah, kind of. Uh, I think Andrew posted something and I gave it a quick listen. I was like, good. Never went back to it, though. Yeah. So I put it on for you and you're like. It's as good as any country artist I've ever heard. Better. I feel like if it was. Pimped on 93.7 or yep. 92.3, it would immediately be a top three song, at least. It would be just you requested. Would it, you would hear it 25 times a day. On it's right day. up Missourian's alley, too. It's got an old school, uh, kind of like that steel guitar sound. Mm -hmm. And her voice, the tone, mm -hmm. is one of the sweetest. Oh, dude. And the Telecaster. Soothing tone. Her studio oh. band is off. The charts. Check out Michelle Moonshine. I love how you throw out Telecaster. Like, you've been just playing all the guitars for... I don't have to play them to know them. <laughs> I'm just... I don't have to play them I just appreciate them with the confidence in what you say. Oh, it's 100% Telecaster. Telecaster. Uh, is, is it? Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, they can make it's different pretty, tones. I mean, they can, but it would be cut in the style of a Telecaster, even if it was a custom. I don't know how much that has to do with it. I think... It, I mean, I think the pickups have <clears throat> a ton yeah. to do with it, but it seems like the... Because, like, the hollow bodies I get, but does the shape of the electric guitar have anything to do with the tone? I mean, I have a... <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I think I mean, you could... I mean, size, I think maybe? You could, I think, maybe. Yeah, I think you could, uh, uh, you know, control that variable pretty quick. Like, if you were swapping out all of these different components that you get this other sound from on a Strat or... A, you know, a Jaguar or something like that. If you could do that. Mine's the, the white one's a Jaguar. Yeah. Supposed to yeah. be. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because I <coughs> but, like that bluesy. But fucking. it's like, if you look throughout the history of country music and you hear the they kind play of the same type, yes. they're pretty much Telecasters. Totally. It's either but Telecasters is, or hollow bodies that are played in the, you know, every now and then you might see a Gretsch or something. That's but. kind of the thing, though. I f it was so cool to hear how guys got their sound because it was – it was Walsh, uh, Joe Walsh yeah. was helping different people find their sounds and finding your sound meant putting a different, uh, running kind of a different limited system than everybody right. else, you know, sure. cause you had all these limits to, uh, your pedals and everything that you could kind of run it through. So you had to really kind of, uh, uh, separate yourself in different ways. But now I feel like with all of the, um, accoutrements you could add to your guitar mm -hmm. that maybe any electric guitar can kind of sound any any way because even the first amp I had had um, oh nice um, the first amp I had 
had all the sounds on it. You know, had like '60s crunch, uh, twangy, you know, a sure. bluesy thing. Yep. So I was yep. like, oh, that's cool that they figured it out how to send my frequency into there and make it sound Transfer like something. It it, yeah. But back then they didn't have that. You had to have a certain guitar. Here we got something from our new intern, um, or good intern. Solid intern. On a solid body guitar, the, the body shape and wood don't matter much. The most important thing about a guitar is the mechanical impedance as seen by the string. Huh. The strings start vibrating and the rest of the guitar sucks out energy at different rates at different frequencies. Interesting. So, yeah, I, I think that would have been a cool time to be around when you hear all those guys of the 70s finding their tones, late 60s. like Because I remember reading the uh, diary of, uh, no, it was letters to a friend back in the States. I think Jimi Hendrix had went over to London and he said, I think I'm finding a new way to play this guitar was one of the letters mm -hmm. he sent. And how cool is that to think? Jimmy saying, oh, I think I'm on to something here with mm -hmm. the, all the feedback. So I think all of that would have been a really cool time. But now with all the pedals and effects and stuff, you can pretty, ma pretty much make it sound uh, any, any way you want to. Mm -hmm. uh, but man. <clears throat> oh, no doubt. Yeah, I think you can, you can you know, flip through the whole deal. It just seems like throughout country, like that's kind of been the, sure, sure. Been the play. It's been the telecaster. And it's kind of got that. Yeah. You know, it's, that tone is awesome. Anyway, I love hollow getting, bodies. I do too. Love hollow bodies. Because I, I feel to. like a lot of those sometimes they'll feature a hollow body. Hippie Don, he watches every now and then. He and I and a, uh, a buddy of ours, Harry, that we built limos with. Our buddy Eddie Christian was, I'll have to play some of his music sometime. He was just Eddie Christian. Dude, like what a name, right? Like Eddie Christian. Uh, one of the most unbelievable uh, guitarists and has written some of my favorite little songs. And uh, look who he's it just, is. Just incredible. You know? uh, look at it. Get away So he was thinking about like really trying to take a step forward in his music career. He used to live in Reno and he was Nevada? Like, yeah. And he was like on a, I think, I don't know what uh, Biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada. I can always hear Chris Berman's voice say that from Kingpin whenever he's announcing the bowling championships. Oh, God, dude. That you Chris, that Chris Berman the, video I sent you? When he's talking about smuggling pills. What is he doing? You don't have, you don't have any do 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 two two twos? He's like, you just go down to the pharmacy, you stick them in your suitcase. He can't hit my buddy. You get them past fucking uh, <laughs> the border. You get them over the border. Forgot I downloaded Periscope on my work phone. This works great. Nice. Thanks, Ross. Uh, great to have Ross here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, everybody else, you can download Periscope. Yeah, you can. Everybody else can. I'm glad Ross figured it out, though. So uh, Eddie decided that he was, now that he was out uh, towards Springfield, he was going to really try and, you know, maybe cut an album, do some touring and stuff like that. So me, Hippie Don, and our buddy uh, Harry all pitched in, and we bought him this new Gretsch. And, dude, Ooh. like, this thing had a tone. Like, I love the tone of, you were talking about hollow bodies. Like, yeah. I love the tone of, like, a Gretsch with, like, that big fucking Bigsby fucking crank on. He's, like, uh, dumping inside yeah. like a train crank. <laughs> Did it have a tremolo or an actual yeah, bar? Yeah, I yeah. Oh, I love that shit. It had a, yeah, it had, it had a huge, like, Bigsby, yeah. you know, like, it was a bar like this big. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I love the sound That's of fun. hollow body, too. We're getting off topic. 
point is the music on this album on Michelle Moonshine. Well, she only has two songs out. She's got, she a full, a, she's got a full, full album, album okay. Out, and then in the last year, she's put out a couple of singles. Well, the production value on the new fucking, ones, they're, they're phenomenal. Are, are as good as it gets, the production value. Because <clears throat> I listen to Seth's CD. Eddie Krishner is an amazing singer, songwriter, guitarist, and all-around great guy. It's true. Oh, nice. Wait, uh, it's true. One of the best. It's great. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and talk about other great Eddie guitarists. Christian all day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do that. Um <laughs> But okay, so I uh, I first thing I did this morning, I was super excited to see Michelle Moonshine on The Voice. Was, was, is there a clip on YouTube or something? Yeah, she's built for it, bud. She's like uh, her voice is so sultry, and then you see her, and you're like, oh, she's, she's shit, a four, okay. she's a four chair turner. Cause she, uh, she, you think she'd kind of have a more gritty, like, just like her looks like kind of like, Oh yeah, she's hitting that, um, kind of like the the country. That's kind of a little bit, but her tone is the sweetest, no doubt. Like she falls somewhere in between Alison Krauss and like, uh, she's got a little Carrie Underwood. I feel like somewhere in between that spectrum. So, so, I mean, when we listen to it, rarely when we put on music, we usually start talking. Her songs, we sat there in silence and yeah. kind of just listened to each part of it. Yeah. So she got up there and sang, uh, uh, Going to Carolina in my mind. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, she, she was nervous, I think. Yeah, that's hard, man. She was nervous. I always thought I, well, I, when I, I'd I, shit my pants if I got up there just because I'm amazed at how many people don't shit their pants when they get up there. I think that that's of part of the competition. I, it almost like, seemed I, I, like I truly, she was like, maybe I'm I not into I truly feel like that's part of the competition. Oh, like, yeah. You know, they're... Playoff they're baseball. Look, who's well, got the nerves? Yeah, who, who is the person that we can put up there? Maybe not even the best singer. Who's the person that can go up there and act like they own this room? You know, and totally. and that's you know what you're what you're gonna want out of a and they the the judges nailed it the judges nailed it they said she went up there a little timid was kind of she just sang a very uh, karaoke bar version of going to yeah Carolina. that's a bummer dude because she's just dude, such a if good they would have given her another chance I think if she could have maybe the situation was a little bit more comfortable if she would have played her song that's what I'm saying man. If she would have played her song and hit us with, because the only way you get a chair turnaround usually, because I used to watch that show religiously, is you got to go. I don't even know who the judges are anymore. Oh, Blake Shelton. Still Gwen? Gwen Stefani. Maybe Pharrell was one of them. And Kelly Clarkson. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if he's I on I think he anymore. might be gone now. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you got to go, you know, loving you. Is either cause you're beautiful do, 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 do. <laughs> You know, you gotta hit him with something that's like yeah. rock and roll, baby, yeah. or just something and she just kinda sang out there. And they all said they go, Your tone is magical. Dude, her tone is fucking magical. But she just didn't she didn't bring it, man. That's all right. That's all right. It's all right. She'll get him next. She, yeah, I mean, we'll like, support her through it. I I don't I mean when I heard that she was on there and I haven't met her in person, you know, I've only know her digital avatar and her husband. I only know her digitally. <laughs> <laughs> I only know her via digital play. <laughs> uh, 
great way to introduce. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Well, how do you know? Digital play. Well, digital play. Um, Online digital play. <laughs> and Andrew's one of my favorite people on just earth. Just based on their both relationship. Both of them. Yeah. I am in love with that couple and what they do. They both make great music. They seem to be raising an awesome family. Yeah, I like, think she could have won it if she would have came out a little she's, bit. Harder. I think that she's as. as I think she's as good of a country singer slash songwriter going right now as anybody out there. But does she, I don't know, knowing Andrew, I don't know if Andrew's the type to, even if he was on there and they're like, you got a contract with the voice. Now dress like this and do that and do exactly uh, this. I think for Andrew the corporation. would walk out there in like some boy shorts, yeah, like real tight boy shorts. Amazon Prime boy and shorts. Like, and like just, just a real thin camisole or something. NBC Peacock logo yeah, sure all over. Just fucking start finger picking. He'd figure out a way around that old corporate deal. A hundred percent. But that's yeah, why when I heard that she was going to be on there, I guess it just kind of was was surprising. Like well, they show a picture of Adam and the kids or uh, Andrew and the kids for a second. And it's funny because he's like, <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's just, it just flashes to him because no one turned around. So it's kind of that whole moment. Yeah. And Andrew's like, <laughs> in Salt Lake City, just like looking at his children. Well, I'll tell you what, like, like, I think uh, as a singer songwriter, you, you're just uncomfortable. You're, you're, you should probably absolutely. Uh, take a shot at a, at a show like that if if you're if this is what you're trying to do for a living, you know. What or I mean? she like, has to fight Kelly Clarkson because Kelly because Kelly Clarkson was like, "Hey, I needed you to like in that song, like going to Carolina in my mind." No, she did not do that. That fucking that was Christina like, Aguilera all the time. Like, oh this yeah, is, this isn't your cl- fucking opportunity. <laughs> Should have done that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah, sure I was singing fucking uh, Space Jam. By <laughs> space Jam. Now. Got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Come on. You, that's the song you came out here on The Voice with to really showcase your voice? Yes. Everybody get up. Like... <laughs> Four chair turn, pew pew pew. Like the the how bold of you! What a bold song choice. Yeah, I know that's how that stupid show is. She's too authentic for that show anyway. That's what I was kind of getting at. Is oh, like is it? Because I just said it. it almost, <laughs> okay. uh, it almost feels like when I heard that she was going to be on there, I'm like, that just seems like, uh, yeah, you you just John Legend is is one of the the Adrenochromist. <laughs> They're all getting it. They're all getting the chrome. You know man. why Trump's president? Because Gwen Stefani got more money at NBC. Did you hear that whole thing where Gwen Stefani oh, got more the, money? The, the at apprentice NBC. got the apprentice yes. got bumped. The apprentice got Trump bumped. Wasn't getting as much money. So to do a publicity stunt, he had a rally saying he was going to run for president, and the, the managers and stuff of that show will admit it was just a fucking stunt. And he got such a good reaction from that, and NBC wasn't uh, bowing out on the Gwen Stefani thing, that he's like, fuck you, I'm going to do this anyway. And that's how it all got started for him to run the shit. Gwen Stefani. Because someone was like, you can blame Gwen Stefani for all this shit. 
<laughs> I was like, okay, I'm on board, I guess. I'm fucking, I was looking for someone to blame. <laughs> I've just been looking, okay? What do you I'm have tired to of looking say in the mirror. for yourself, <laughs> Gwen? <laughs> that shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. And just bananas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't know. Ask Gavin Rosdale, the world's hottest dude. <sighs> She's Woo. with Blake now. Is she? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's dumb. Real dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. Super dumb. I don't. I'm not a fan of his one bit. Uh, I'm not a fan of John Legend's too. Uh, He's got some demons in his closet. John Legend. Guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. He's know. just too. Yeah. He's too much of this. <laughs> How'd he get world sexiest man, to, too? He's he looks like Kermit. He's trying to give you all of himself. He's got a fucking total Kermit vibe. And everyone, when I got married... He's a little Kermity. They're like, uh... <laughs> all of me, not all of you. That was like the song. They're like, you should totally have that Do as you your have to song. sing John Legend in Triangle Face? All <laughs> of me... More of you and your words and all your pleasures. Every simple imperfection. Get that moon out here. <laughs> the spooktacular out of this mo. I'm just joking. We could do that. He's a little Kermity. <laughs> I thought it was your brother. <laughs> I was like, why? I know he jumped. I thought he was screaming at us. He's that, pretty curvy. That was the fans. That was the adoring fans outside, like the Beatles. <laughs> screaming for your John Legend triangle face. They're starting to light up outside the door. Oh, my God. Are they? We got a window in here, and it's just filled with chicks pressing them against the glass. <laughs> Put them on the glass, Put girl. Them the Put them on the glass. Put them on the glass. Put I could jerk off to that, that video back Long in the day. Bernie. Put them on the glass. Remember that video? Shut your mouth. Look up, put them on the glass. You've heard the song, right? The hockey what? That's not it. That's not it at all. Maybe turn that microphone on if you're going to give us gold like that, though. <laughs> but actually, in the background, that may have been better. <laughs> put them on the glass is a Sir Mix-Lot follow-up to the butt song. The song about butts. I like big butts and I cannot lie. I've, yes. Turn I'm that down because you're going to want to jerk off to this friend, okay? And you're not going to do it in front of me. I'll tell you this. Again. Sir there Mix you go. A lot. See, this is me. I'll tell you this. This is, this is seventh grade Steve. Just put him on the glass. <laughs> put him on the glass. Look at him. He's, he had to follow it up with something. He had to follow butts up with something. And look at, wait, dude, they'll start washing his car. He, he, like, he was I the don't first know what one. that outfit is. That he was, red, that was that weird. Was like torpedoes, like pink like torpedoes. Hold on. Look at those old school Lambos. Hold on. Fast forward a little bit and you'll see them start washing. There we go. Now we're in the washing. No, yeah. Yeah. One minute, 18 seconds. Look at that. You see that? On she the had the door open washing the inside of the window. The inside of the window with her wet titties. <laughs> Just like, mm, put them on the glass. So he had the right idea. Had the totally right idea. Like fast cars. Yeah. You know, fast 90s women. Lambos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, and he, you know, he got off the butt thing for a it minute. It progressively gets more risque. Oh, sure, sure. Let's let's jump forward here. Jump forward a minute. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. And he's just in a big old fur coat, and these chicks are naked. <laughs> he's in a fur coat, and they're in bikinis, which 
leads me to Gene believe Shorts. that he is probably pretty hot. This is October. <laughs> he, all the chicks are like. They got a nice, got a nice <laughs> chill to him. Like, her lips are blue. He's like, bitch, put them on glass. <laughs> put them on glass. Put your what blue ass mean? lips on glass. <laughs> Jesus, sir, mix a lot. You got issues. And they, did you see they were doing the mom dance? That fucks me up in the head. They were just both going. What a great. Uh, you never saw this? What it was is on I, the box? I think I've heard it. I don't. Was it on the box? Yeah, look at that pasties. That ain't bad. You could get away with pasties back. That was a nipple. That was a full on. That was titty. a full on nipple. Damn, <laughs> you see that chick? She was fucking training it, dude. Okay, so check out. Put him on the glass. If you haven't check seen. Out. Put him on the glass. That's your. I jerked I believe you. I believe you. How long did it take? Three minutes and thirty exactly. seconds. I get her done. Maybe watch it twice. I don't know. On a bad day. <laughs> Um, have you ever seen Pumps and a Dump? Wait, Pumps and a Bump. Pumps and a Bump? Oh, man. Where did you grow up, dude? I thought you grew up on the streets, dude. Pumps and a Bump? I thought it was Pumps and a Dump, and that would be a lot better. But it's Pumps and a Bump. Pumps and a Bump. Give me the girls with the Pumps and a Bump. Oh, that we want. Oh, MC Hammer. It's a girl, Deion Sanders and MC Hammer. Yes, I've seen Deion it. Sanders, dude. Pumps and a bump. This was another one you could freaking touch your no-no special place with. Go Deion ahead and turn Sanders. it on. Deion Sanders. I actually just saw something for Deion, Deion Put Sanders. Put it on. Put it on screen. Six. Can we watch it on screen? No, we can't. We can't watch these on screen. That's dumb. Dude, he dressed cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's Dion and I MC know. Hammer. Dion, Dion, Pumps man. and a bump. So they're talking about the yeah, shoes. Yeah, I got it. The shoes and their hair. What do you think? I'm an asshole? And their hair? That bump. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, you got the hair bumped up, dude. <laughs> what? A, a hair bump? <laughs> 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 well, I did too at first. He's like pumps and a bomb, like just oh, out in the, out that could play. That could play. I could, I could play that. I mean, look at the way he's dancing. That's obviously he did a bump. <laughs> His feet are moving in opposite fucking directions, dude. dude. Neon, Deion no, Sanders. maybe this wasn't one that wasn't as sexy because it's a lot Deion of MC Sanders. I was, uh, was just some of these girls different level of cool, wasn't he? Um, I see. I put. Oh, but him, I thought he was an asshole. I thought I put him in Vanilla Ice. Like both of those dudes were the epitome of cool to me, dude. They could dance. Dion. They could and rap. Vanilla Ice. No, v- Vanilla Rap and MC Hammer. Oh, I'm talking about Neon Dion. Oh, I hated Dion. I hated him too. Hated him. But now looking back, I'm like he's one of the greats of all oh. time. You and his even, style. I, as a kid, you couldn't appreciate. It. But other than the fact that, like, I mean, he was. Playing, I just like hardworking guys who played the game. Play right. the game right. <laughs> I like uh, hustlers with big engines. Okay. His, his nickname was Primetime, dude. That's as good as Prime it gets. Time. I know. And he was Brett Hall-esque, where if he said something on the sidelines, I'm going to go intercept this next ball they throw to me, he would do it. Yeah. I am so enamored with shit like that. Like, I heard another great Brett Hall story the other day. So, Sean Avery, who they had to come up with the Sean Avery rule in hockey that he was one of my of one of my door. favorite Instagram follows. Oh, he's amazing. He, he did an internship at Vogue or one of those magazines for yes. a while. I mean, he is an interesting dude and funny as hell. During the playoffs, when he was the going Blues hard. Were playing the Bruins and awesome. the Cup, he was going. He was for the Blues. He was yeah. going so that hard hand pass blues. he got crazy about, and that was he. <clears throat> he that dude talks mad shit. Yeah, like yeah. He's a, yes. he's a professional shit talker. So like, you know. 
You know Joe Sackick? Yes. Okay, so you know one of the best hockey players of all time. He's playing for the Red Wings, and Hall's playing for the Red Wings. And I just dig stories like this. So Sean Avery gets up, chirping at a few of the players. Well, Joe Sackick starts skating by, and Avery stands up, and he's like, Hey, Joe! And Hall grabs him and throws him on the bench. And he's like, What the fuck, man? He goes, We don't talk to Mr. Sackick like that. <laughs> And he goes, and he looks down the bench, and he says the rest of the Red Wings are going, just nodding their heads in agreement. And I'm like, God damn, that's so cool when guys get so much respect. That's like, you can talk shit to all these yeah. guys. Don't piss Joe Sackick off, please. You're right. making all of our lives right. more difficult. He's going to dump three yes. that. And People fucking... can take it to a next level, yeah. and you're like, just fucking don't piss him off. And like, Holy knows what it's like to be that guy. Oh, one, that's exactly it. He yeah. knows how it is to be on this. Someone wants to talk shit to me? Okay, yeah. well, now I'm going to make it my, my dream, my goal of the night to fucking destroy you. Yep. That's what was so cool about the Jordan uh, documentary. Like, you know, everyone said he came off like a dick I still gotta do that oh it's pretty fu it's great man the way they shoot it too is really good like just Every, the way it's everybody built. and i've seen just a wide array of personalities kind yeah. of uh give input on it and everybody says it's i mean you can't be that huge you can't yeah. be that big of a like an iconoclast without just being a t just a totally different human being. Oh, he, you know? the way he would hold on to grudges or uh, things that he felt slighted him and the way he would use it to make him better. Some of the stories, like a guy would, he's, he's heard he said something uh, about, you know, Jordan can't play defense. Well, then he'd score 60 points on them the next time they would play just to prove a point. And then <clears throat> at one point they asked him, did he really say that? And he's like, nah, I don't even know. You know, like he didn't even know if this guy really said it. He just said, Oh, he did say that I'm going into, into beast mode right now. Right and I'm always fascinated by people among their peers who con are considered the best in the world. They have another level. They can switch. Uh, they can flip a switch to, and it's like, Holy shit, man, you're, you can elevate your game that much better than the world's best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talked about we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Woo. Yeah, that comment's ridiculous. Hey guys, uh this has been a terrific uh, first hour. Uh, you had me laughing about I think as hard as I've ever laughed there, Steve. -O. We got sponsors. We'd like to recognize them. Native hemp extract. Enter code HOSO at checkout. He looks like Arthur. Sweetleaf Emporium makes all these studios possible. This right here, that's them right there. Sweetleaf Emporium. And uh, James Carlton that? State Farm, he's fantastical. 314-961-4800. Guys, just give, uh, give him a shout. Give him a shot at your insurance. Give him a shout. And if he can't help you, he'll let you know. If he can't help you, you freak out, you take a little CBD. You say, no! <laughs> um, you ever do this to people in the car? This is one of my favorite things to do. Well, it's usually when we're driving, so say we're in London, and you're like, oh, my God, do you see that? This is a tip for everybody at home. Really funny. You go, oh, you see that? And you're like pointing at it, and it's, you're driving on the side of the road. So this person, you're instinctively looking where my finger is, and then you're like, looking for your fingers in their face. They never see it. No one's ever seen it coming in the history. If you go, oh, 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 because they're like, what is it? I got to see. Before it goes by, I got to see it. Next thing you know, you're, you're like all up in there tickling them. You want to stick your hands in your asshole first. Yeah, <laughs> cover Yes. Okay. Uh, guys, stick around. We'll uh, we'll tell you some. See you at the break. 
be back in five minutes. I forgot my drink, and now my Welcome voice. Back, ladies and gentlemen. Now my voice sounds like this. I forgot my drink. I'm, I'm just kidding. It doesn't sound like that. This is my real voice. <laughs> God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you read any good books lately, man? Well, I'm working on some reading right now. Are you? I can't read. Good. I got I got something that's uh, pretty interesting as far as. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start learning how to, to do read with books. the industry. Um, I don't know if you uh, saw this. Did we talk about it a little bit last night? Uh, no, but I did read that article in the Springfield News Leader. Would you like to uh, cover it a little bit? Go for it. Yeah. Egregious conduct in Missouri medical marijuana. What a key industry lawsuit might mean for the future. This is from Gregory Holman at the uh, Springfield News Leader. The day after Christmas 2019, state health authorities turned down every Springfield area company that applied for a medical marijuana growing license, along with many other companies elsewhere in southern Missouri. Medical marijuana regulators at the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services awarded just 60 of the potentially lucrative licenses, drawing from a pool of more than 550 applicants hoping to grow medical cannabis for profit. The Calicote family out of Sarcoxie didn't take the denial lying down. A retired cardiologist, Paul Calicote, had teamed up with his wife and son to create a plan to turn the old Sarcoxie nursery, which grew peonies and irises, into a medical marijuana operation. They grew ponies? Peonies. Peonies? Peonies. 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 Thank you, sir. Jenny says peony. Yeah, she's right. She works It's her it favorite flower. Yep. Settle down. I know your wife's favorite flower. flower. Settle down. All right. right. I know your wife's favorite flower, but I bought some body lotion that has peony flavor in it. Flavor? Flavor? <laughs> flavor? Okay, well, I mean... Sure. Yeah, flavor. I can't wait to lotion her body down with it, to be honest with you. So settle down with the Are you lotioning her body or are you basting her flavor? (laughs) She's going to be delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Four days after getting a red light from the uh, Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services, Sarcoxie Nursery filed a lawsuit. The Calico family argued that Missouri's selective medical marijuana licensing process violated Missourians' right to farm, also objected to blind scoring protocols that included bonuses awarded to applicants located in economically distressed zip codes. Uh, We're very concerned with the integrity of the scoring, Calico told the news leader in January. They also argued that large corporations had been unfairly awarded the lion's share of Missouri's cultivation licenses. It is wrong, and it is not what Missourians intended when they voted to legalize medical marijuana, Calico said in a statement shortly after he got the denial. Citing ongoing litigation, a representative for the Calico said late last week the family was not giving interviews at this time. But since late 2019, the battle between Sarcoxy and DHSS has become more intense as the case has made its way through the courts. Late last week, the Missouri Independent, a nonprofit newsroom based in the state capitol, reported on a new bombshell 28-page court filing by the Calicotes. The family's lawyers argued that the health department and the office of Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt had engaged in egregious conduct seeking to illegally hide state government documents that recorded actions by health officials as they set up crucial parameters of the medical marijuana program in the busy months following uh, the voter approval. So uh, Calico Camp called the government's behavior in the lawsuit unfair, obstructive, and deceptive, and argued it was intended to undermine their lawsuit and keep details of the origins of Missouri's medical cannabis regulation in the dark. 
They asked the judge in the case to declare them victorious before the trial even begins, according to the Friday News report. Uh, if the judge sides with the Calicoats, the license caps imposed on marijuana by Missouri health authorities would be invalidated. Boom. The Does that mean everybody gets a license? The authorities chose to work with the minimum number of marijuana licenses outlined in Article 14, the medical marijuana part of the state constitution approved by voters in 2018. The constitution doesn't include any maximums on licenses. Any applicant meeting Missouri's minimum standards, considered relatively rigorous by many industry types, could grow or sell marijuana. The Calicoats motion for sanctions filed last week contained other details that raised eyebrows. Missouri's medical marijuana program has about $25 million on hand, of which $8 million is being set aside for attorney costs tied to litigation over the licensing denials. According to comments made in a recent deposition by Randall Williams, <clears throat> the information comes from a comes following a September 11th announcement by the department that it had transferred just 2.1 million toward the veterans funds, where Article 14 directs marijuana tax proceeds to be spent. Williams also admitted under oath to using his personal mobile phone to conduct state business, a no-no under the Missouri Sunshine Law because government officials' text messages are considered public record. Mm-hmm. Hillary. And her damn emails right here in the great state in of this in our fair state in our fair state of Missouri. <laughs> no, sir. No, no sir. sir. Not in our fair state, <laughs> sir. Yeah, that's uh, there's fuckery about. There's we've fuckery said. about, and you know what? We've said it. Um, I, mean, I think we talked about it the the day that the approvals and denials came out. The 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 fa the the way that I even found out that. Yep. Uh, people were getting that, denied that, or that yeah that anybody was getting denied or anything it yeah. was the first news of any kind of licensing and and it was sarcoxy again and sarcoxy was the one if we if they said i would have steven craig all bet one all in the, they were their tiger woods of the tournaments yes. in the late 90s early 2000s yep. that's what it was and you're like oh the field or sarcoxy i would have said oh sarcoxy yeah like they had all they yeah. seemed like they had it all going for them well, which is interesting, which is they're uh, in a they're in a fairly rural area with uh, with an operation that's already set up to bring a ton of commerce and a ton of uh, economic opportunity. to yeah. a Small town. Uh, they already had the infrastructure in place. They seem like they're pretty well off, like they like they're they're suited for the. The, they have the business acumen and the funding to get it done. They seem that way. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, they. What I'm getting at is the Calicoats are about their shit. Like, when I, when I look at Paul and Wendy, yeah. I'm like, these, they're about their shit, man. Like, and I That's a great way to put it. I appreciate how together they are. They're both I, gangsters, I also, too. I, I really, we went to a Kansas City Normal event a year and a half ago. And we're, do, we're doing what we're doing. We're telling dick jokes. We're just oh, kind of getting Paul. people cut loose a little bit. And uh, I think maybe... Jamie Cass or something comes up to yeah. us and she's like, you guys might want to tone it down just Let a little up. bit Let for, for Paul. He's pretty, you know, he's pretty straightforward. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't, 
three minutes. And call me a dickhead or something. Yeah, he's <laughs> Paul's already calling Steve a dickhead. <laughs> I've got like little heart bubbles. <laughs> hey, you and it. Paul got along. Got really along well. real good. Because no. I asked him a dumb question. He remember? Was, yeah, but he he's was, like, I'm a doctor, idiot. Or yeah, he was. He, he was. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know these people. Here. No, you got your back you. and forth was tremendous. Yeah, it was His good. Personality was great. Great, super funny guy. He's incredibly smart. You know, like, and Wendy is a lion, man. Like. Chris Turner raised money like no one Jesus, does. I mean, straight up, all of the success we 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 carried such a small bit <laughs> yeah. of that of that torch yeah. uh, uh, for Aiden's Alliance. I mean, the work that Wendy and Wendy and, and Ashley and and did. just you know all of them, Holly, all yeah. those guys, everything that they put in to make that happen was was what yeah. made that event a success, you know? And we painted ourselves. Yeah, we painted ourselves. And I was like, just give me the football <laughs> yeah, on the two-yard yeah, line. I'll get it in the end zone, there. all right? Like, look, the goal is to get it in the end zone. Give me the ball. I'm Mike Allstott. I'll end the year yes. with 25 all touchdowns. All I ever wanted to be in my life was Mike Allstott. Mike Allstott might be I the bet. baddest human being no. to have ever walked <laughs> no. around. He was a freak show. Yeah, he was good. He was no, fun. the way, like, just his his – physical makeup human beings aren't supposed to be like made like that like because you see him in pads he looks like juggernaut out of the yeah. fucking comic books but like that dude had like four, he ran around like the water boy like that, that dude had like four percent body fat like he was just fucking Jeez. like and i'm like he looked like something i would draw when i was like in sixth grade like all of my superheroes that had like Muscles on muscles, like yeah. a veiny bulge. Yeah, super veiny, like vascular. That <laughs> super vascular. Um, so uh, meanwhile, in a new court like filing great Saturday, his childhood but, home was filled with Mike Alstott photos, but like, but like him working out, yeah. like a, a in the gym, just kind of like cut out though. And no jerseys, cut out. None no. of him playing in actual no. football. No. Where did he go to college? Remember. San Diego State? No. Marshall Falk went to San Diego State. Come on, Alstott guy. I think it was a community college. Was it? Like a JUCO training. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of somebody. Maybe not, though. There was maybe he was like a Virginia guy. Let's look that up. Like Alstott College. Highlights. Purdue. He was a Purdue. Boilermaker. Boilermaker. Guy was a Boilermaker. Oh, man. Um, That's where... Um, did they ever give the... I'll let you finish this. That's where MDMA was was brought back to. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, was that it? Yeah, yeah. so that's where yeah. uh, Sasha was kind of working with, in conjunction with those really? artists. They were like, yeah, go Remember at the ten. Michigan? <laughs> we're at, this, at the Neuroscience Symposium, <laughs> Psychedelic uh, Symposium, and these guys are talking about Yeah, we go to symposiums. Guys, we're super smart. Have you ever even said the word <laughs> symposium before? Yeah, I've never even heard it. They're like, symphonium? Yeah. What is what, that? What is Sim Sympository? What is I that? I sure hope that Craig and Steve explain what a symposium <laughs> is. Because <laughs> I feel inferior. <laughs> I'm blind. It was kind of funny, though. So you have these academics, and like the Michigan guys are kind of tooting their own horn because they discovered ketamine. Yeah. And then like this Purdue guy uh, stands up. Yeah. Are you, should we maybe talk about the uh, yeah. early studies of MDMA at Purdue? It was kind of cool to see that go on instead of like my football team kicked your well, football team. No, that's team, what I was saying. Yeah. Like it, the, the 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 ego jockey yeah. for just like a. It's great though. Like it's all in jest and it's fun. But like, <laughs> and Craig's like, I'm on DMT. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm from Missouri. <laughs> Missouri State like, University. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> DMT in public. <laughs> <laughs> and the experiences. Uh, Absolutely absurd to deny those that meet state requirements. Why, like, explain yourself, Kyle? Did they ever come out and say what their reasoning was for that? Did they ever give a statement of why exactly they limited it? Oh, uh, Randall Williams is on the record. Saying he doesn't believe cannabis is medicine, right? Saying he doesn't, like, that putting more than the the minimum out there, we're going to have a a dispensary on every corner. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing that says if, 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 for instance, if Nicole Galloway was voted in, and she, you know she she appoints that she appoints that position like the director of DHSS, so she could do a top down overhaul if if she wanted to, and they could be changed overnight. I would like to see something a little bit more concrete, you know, where we're we're not at the whims of the who fucking are, political. Who are you folly. putting in charge of it? Brad Bradshaw. <laughs> I started to think he was right all along, actually. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I'm putting Josh Loftus just to see what happens because he's a wild card. Well, then he's not going to be able to fucking. I think you put he's going to be pissed if you if you make him give him that kind of uh, responsibility. I know. Yeah. I just want to see what happens. I would put him. We just got to we got to clear out uh, buck season, turkey season, yeah, I know. bow season. Maybe calling him in his deer uh, stand. Yeah, black powder season, <laughs> black youth, powder. youth season, musket season, <laughs> <laughs> trapping. Uh, yeah, fur yeah. noodling fur season, trapping. You got to fur gotta, trapping. Uh, Let's put a dispensary on every corner. Weed should be cheaper than salt well, and sugar. Well, listen, I agree, man. I've already been at. Uh, I wouldn't mind see Dennis. I wouldn't mind see Dennison running DHSS. He's it, a that's, filthy Illinoisan. Yeah, it's gross. Get out of here. I would like to have your brain on this side of the state. Yeah, of, get of it over here. Uh, I, that would be sir. nice. That ain't a bad call. Josh for entertainment purposes. <laughs> Dennison probably actually get some shit done. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't I'm you just to want to of, say yourself. Just say it. I do. I'm just kidding. There is I'm nothing. kidding. I know. I, I know. You don't have to. You don't there have to. Is nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would like to, do, to do less than um, be the head of DHSS. Or and sugar should definitely be cheaper. Damn right. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know the politics thing. It, it's weird to me because it's. Uh, oh, I'm surprised that there was. Uh, collusion and corruption at a yeah, political yeah. level. Oh my god! Well, nobody is. I like that we actually have a fair shake of proving it. Oh know? sure. Like I, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, there's some big stuff. It coming says out. here. Uh, meanwhile, in a new court filing made Saturday, the Missouri Attorney General's office called the idea that Schmidt and the state health department broke the Missouri Sunshine Law while responding to the Sarcoxy suit baseless. Long the new filing, first reported in the Independent Monday morning, said DHSS had promptly responded during the document discovery phase of the court case and isn't it weird the attorney general right is taking this up for the state for the lawsuit for sarcoxy when really it's like eric schmidt argues for the state of missouri it's weird because the sarcoxies are the state of missouri how are you going to well i mean that's against yourself that's really? i mean that's so you're stupid. right you're right and that's i mean well essentially what's happening is is that the sarcoxies are trying to prove the state acting in bad faith 
which you know, are they trying it, to prove it, any- it is up to the state to defend itself in court? That's that's yeah, why we yeah. have uh, an attorney gotcha. general. You know, um, but but at the same time, it is interesting because. I mean, I would think that the Calicoats would be people that would have probably, you know, voted for Eric Schmidt. You know what I mean? Like, I would think that they – I don't want to say that. I don't know yeah, how they, how they, how they lean doing? politically. But what I'm saying is, is like, I yes, he is arguing against <laughs> yeah. what is otherwise probably who he's probably trying yeah, to represent. in the best interest of the people. The like, best interest of the yeah. people. And, like, well, and we've gotten so far away from that. Yeah, that for it's, sure. You know, um, ridiculous. Are they they in this lawsuit? Were they? They weren't trying to prove the fuckery. They were more trying to get a fair shake at a license. I feel I feel like. But now, are we finding out all of the fuckery because of this lawsuit? Is that what? Is that why they're taking a deeper look in all this stuff? Because we've heard about the FBI probe and all of the uh, the Steve Tilly's name gets mentioned, and I. I've read all the articles, but it's hard for me to piece it all together um, that who knows who and which. It makes sense if you just think about it in your head that we're in a very unique position. We're the 33rd state to do it. So you've seen it happen in 32 states. You've seen... Or at least 29, Yeah, yeah, Because there was a bunch of us that passed at the same time, right? Yeah, there's three, I think, at the same time. Um, So we've seen... If you were in that world of... We're in a different world. We're, you know, common guys trying to make a living with our families. If you live in that other world where it's board members and, and uh, asset sheets and all this stuff that I have no idea about. When you see an industry come to a new area, when you see some sort of uh, political views shift or some, some uh, you know, uh, laws lifted, you know, what? When you see a new industry come in and be able to take hold that it's proven to make money in other states, it's it's a commodity that's going to sell. I mean, we that's where the medicine and the whole thing kind of comes in because we we fake a lot of people fake like it's medicine. A lot of people who are making all the rules they they're not thinking, okay, this is medicine. I'm going to get it to the people. They have friends and the people they go to parties with are talking about, Hey, you know, if this happens in quarter one, we can make this much money. This is how much this guy made in Colorado when they legalize. And actually he was in cultivation cultivations real. The real money is, you know, these guys made their money here. They invested here. Oh, if you have a chokehold on the, on this process and maybe only allow certain licenses and there's this wise health solutions over here. That's actually a buddy of mine. They'll do your testing. Maybe you can get with your application. We can put a couple questions in there. So just, you know, that and your application can kind of get bumped to the front. All of this shit going on with, with the program that I, I get that it happened. Now, how do we move forward? If we, if we have, do we, uh, allow all these licenses now? And it's just, there's so much going on and I'm not well versed enough into the actual uh, happenings. And there might be a big, I mean, are we okay to say there might be a big freaking story coming out about all this, how it all puts all this together. Um, but just 
give people their licenses and we need to get medicine to the patients like first and foremost that is the most important thing we're trying to do here and we're going to need allies who i don't want everyone to watch this and think there's a bunch of corruption everyone's a piece of shit because i went that way for a while i'm like everyone's shitty fuck them all everybody grow as much as they can and i still believe that grow as much good medicine quality medicine as you can but we were talking to some of the people from n bliss and it's they got their stuff packaged. Mm-hmm. They never even got to see it. Then there was the mold thing. Yep. And the mold turned out to actually pass the test. And yeah, that, that could have been, that could have been someone how trying that even to... All, how that even all took place. Like, this is all... What I'm saying is, like, it seems like a movie. You know? Like, when you watch movies and there's all these moving pieces and it's kind of Game of Thrones-esque... I can see where there would be corruption when you have people who have learned the system before it got to the state. So I guess the point of all that is, and anyone who listened to the ramblings, is it's medicine and it can be grown in, in abundance. Like if you gave some of the people we know the supplies that we saw at a place like Archimedes or Soul House or Glass House or whatever and their hearts were in the right place and you could kind of uh make it work uh monetarily i think it could be a totally different thing and i wish missouri handled it totally different because i think there was definitely some fuckery afoot with is it it, it's possible that all of that could have happened right yeah what i laid out with the the why the the testing or not the testing the people who graded the applications 100%. no hundred percent like, yeah I, I mean it makes sense that all that would happen so where do, I'm kind of thinking where do we go from here if all of the dispensaries now can open and they everybody gets their licenses because we only have till January one before people have to if they haven't met certain requirements to their license yeah I, they have I'm, to give that I'm up not sure where the clock's at but they have 366 days. days yeah i think it's like a year and a to, day or something is it break ground or past commencement i i couldn't i don't it's know gotta, i think maybe past past commencement that seems tough i just know there's certain stipulations you have to have it's all tom fuckery illinois uh, still hasn't it's, approved uh, i don't know man illinois still hasn't approved any recreational craft grow licenses yet uh, they won't for the foreseeable future either. They allowed the medical cultivators start growing for recreational GMO before recreational sales started. Oh, and then we got hippie Don, Johnny Appleseed. I mean, I talk about Mark Emery all the time. He's one of my heroes. He he single-handedly said that he would destroy the FDA's war on drugs, war on cannabis, by giving out as many seeds as he possibly could. He was the first guy in Canada to just flood the states with seeds and he's like one guy can do it that's how stupid your war on drugs is one guy can give people enough seeds that you can never stop what's happening this stuff grows you know he plants stuff on the side of the road and stuff i might have made that part up but that sounds cool <laughs> that sounds fun right so yeah i just uh I-, I wonder if it's is it too late for the way it's set up now that there's only a few places that have it. And they said by the end of the year, everybody's who can have product in their store who's open and ready for it should have it in one of the articles. But then I also saw an article that said, and Bliss is selling $140 Ace. 
I was like, how do you get the reporting that wrong? Like who? It wasn't even close to that. <laughs> who do you go to? Yeah. It was 67 bucks and they had a mixed bag for. Dude, you could buy a mix. You could buy eight different. Is that right? Like a mixed bag of eight? But eights? they only had two different kinds. Oh, okay. So you're going half and half. Yeah. But uh, I think the mix and match is the way to go. I mean, that's a solid deal. Like I'll pay a premium of cannabis to be able to try a, a smattering of flavors. Yeah, I don't know what that premium is. I don't know if it's three twenty-five. It's not. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, and like you said, I think, you know, just working here, working here at Sweet Leaf. Do you work here? <laughs> um, and, and meeting the, the patients who come in, like that's people who have been patients for a long time, whether we want to, you know, make it legal on paper now it's people who have needed help for years and years and years and they had nowhere else to turn to see them be able to um try uh different edibles with cbd and cbd oils i can't wait till the dispensaries have two milligram five milligram ten milligram edibles um well one-to-one ratio tinctures to where they can really fine-tune it to when a customer comes in there, when a patient comes in there, that they can say, yeah, here's a little, here's a one-to-one ratio, here's a two milligram, here's a 10 milligram, because it's so weird with dosing right now that you don't go to a doctor. There's no doctor on site at a dispensary. There's no pharmacist. This is your medicine, and you yeah, some could- of them, Some of them do employ- uh, Oh, sure. I think they actually have to employ- but, uh, Oh, do they? I think they have to- I, I don't think they have to yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, really? yeah. Probably don't have to be present, but they have to have someone. I think on the on the border on the team. Really? Who's a yeah. doctor? Yeah. Okay. Well, that, I, that's, I that's think a... I, I might be completely making that up. Well, I'm, with I'm pretty sure. Though. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I just had this conversation down at the Aiden's fundraiser. I okay. Know, like so, was... but one typically won't be on site. I don't know. Or is that probably to not. write recommendations there as well? No. Well, I I don't think so. I don't know. I honestly don't know. A couple. Oh, when you're, I've never been in one. Oh, one. That's what I was thinking. More of the dispensaries I went to in Colorado. It was a wide array of. My question this morning is: What other colors work like a green chroma screen? key blue? Blue, <clears throat> blue. And you can actually fit it to any. You can color. pick whatever color you want. Yeah, uh, but green and blue work the best. Yeah. yeah. So that answers that. Turn your mic on there, babe. Plus three on that. There you go. Twenty-five million dollars and seven and a half or so went to lawyers. Yeah, and they transferred two point one million. Two point one. Where's the thirteen million? Where's the other fifty? Veterans? Is that the? No, they gave two point one million to the veterans. Oh, that's it. Two point one to veterans, and then seven point something to lawyers' fees. Yes. That leaves half of the money. Is that what the government's taking? Yeah, that's probably the payroll. Or a fraker, but I can't find anything. Sixteen million dollars takes a lot of more than work. half of it. It's fifty something percent. So yeah, where is it? Where the fuck did that go? Where is it, guys? That's not okay. And that's before we even made any sales. That's all just off the money that we've done from regulations, licensing, and licensing, and yes. whatnot. So what yes, the that was before there was a single fucking cannabis sale in the state. Yeah, there's something amiss. <laughs> <clears throat> that's the deal. It's it's not being treated, or maybe it is being treated like a medicine the way we treat medicines this day. Like, you know, we're still one of the few countries that allows pharmaceutical companies to uh, advertise to the people. 
And we're kind of living in a gray area with cannabis advertising because I don't think radio stations can advertise cannabis as far as that goes. And thinking about the dispensaries we were talking about earlier when I went to Colorado, it was, it was, it was just a one place had like a people with iPads and they would walk you around and then they had the thing on there and they'd make your order and then you'd go up and it was kind of nice, except they would get on leafly and say, this drain has this qualities. And I'm like, get out of here. And then a couple of the other ones were kind of just like, whatever, I work here, here it all, here, here it is, you know, tell us what you want and we'll bag it up for you and figure it out. The thing that was cool about Amsterdam, I went to Amsterdam in 04, was it was more of like a headshot vibe. The dude there, you felt like he knew some of the people in there. And I thought it was cool because people had like suits on and just like undid their tie and they're smoking a joint, you know, taking their shoes off in this place. I'm like, put your shoes on, dude. It's gross. You smell your feet. <laughs> but everybody's chilling and playing like the light electronic music. There were like movies on the TVs because you could consume after you bought it. It was an entirely different feel. And I think there's just a lot of, a lot of shit that goes on in this market where I say, really? Really? Like we say, we can't share medicine, you know? Right. It's like, you know how this goes. You know how people, how we've always done this. Let's not change it too much to where it's like, oh, well now there's all this, let's suck all the fun out of everything Steve loves. You know, I don't want that to happen. So we need to work on the rec bill. That'll be the next big thing. Um, we need to get this medical thing figured out. Like, I hope everybody can get a dispensary. And I think a lot of people were trying to uh, sell their licenses, maybe. Thought there would be a big run on licenses. But if we heard anything about that, could you not sell it until a year anyway? Didn't you have to hold on to it for a year? So will there be people selling them at some point here? Or? Probably. Yeah, so I would say you'll, you'll see. You'll see. Yeah, like you'll see I just a lot of operations those. take off next year after the licenses are sold. Yeah, out. there's a probably a lot, a bunch of businesses outside of the state that either swooped up on licenses and like, yeah, we'll sell yeah. them for how X amount of dollars. Not to mention, it creates a a, a demand. You know, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, it 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 kind of funnels supply all into you know obviously less outlets to get it so oh we're getting some good questions in your opinion do you think cannabis should be decriminalized on a federal level hell no <laughs> keep it legal le legal what good would that do and what problems probably arise from this action i think january they will start selling licenses i think is what ricky said um obviously we're all tiptoeing around the major issue when we are sucked into this Missouri world because it needs to be changed at a federal level. You will see cannabis research propelled into the next dimension if we let scientists in places where they could grow quality medicine, where they could grow high THC, high CBD, high, and have all of these different studies going on. Because right now, Sue Sisley did a study with veterans after veterans were coming to her saying, this works, this works for me. It makes me feel better. She had to do her study with veterans to see if cannabis was maybe possibly going to help them with their PTSD symptoms. And the weed they gave her from Ole Miss was unbelievable. It was uh, a pre-ground pulverized 
They yeah, had the it was pulverizing. It was, it was branches. It was leaves. She it showed a just... thing, and not shitting you, grass clippings. It looked like straight grass clippings, and the the uh, THC and the canna- cannabinoid content could have been nothing because when they pulverized it, that's how they administered it to her, and that's how she, the, she went through a point where she said, "Am I doing them more harm?" By letting them smoke this. By giving them this yeah. and doing this study saying, well, this is what cannabis medicine is. This is dispensary quality cannabis. No, it's not. Those guys were all, guys and girls were getting their high quality medicine on the street. Like, when are we going to stop dicking around about that and say, yes, at a federal level? And we keep, how many times have we shared an article that says, it's going to the Senate, it's it's going through the house right now. It's attached to a bill to decriminalize cannabis at a federal level. And it's this carrot these politicians dangle out every once in a while. And these news media outlets release an article every once in a while. It gets shared a bunch. And everyone's like, we're heading in the right direction. No, it needs to happen now. I don't know how. I don't know how that happens, though. How, how, how many routes does it happen? Can the president make an executive order? and say, hey, cannabis is federally decriminalized? Or does it have to go through like a two-thirds vote in the House and the Senate? It technically could. It would get shot down instantly, though. Would it now, though? I feel like it's about a 60%. Whenever they pull people, it's about 60-something percent in favor of uh, decriminalizing cannabis. There is... I just wonder how many legal rights... I just wonder, honestly, who it is that is... I mean, I, I don't think you have to look further than... Like, you know, people laugh about the idea of, like, shadow government, right? But the the thing is, is that there are places like the DEA. Yeah, if they laugh like or this. DA, <laughs> or DHS. Like, these are created out of thin air. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, uh, it's, a, it's a place of business that makes hundreds of thousands of careers for Americans. And, like, if you take away that things, there is no dissolving government businesses that have a hundred thousand people on the payroll there is no dissolving that you just find things to keep illegal and you enforce that and you make it seem like a bigger and bigger problem every year so that you get a bigger budget to get bigger guns to hire more there will people. always be new jobs though you know i agree you're absolutely right there will always be but new that's things the reality of do. the situation sure. nothing sure. gets shut down it is it's amazing like because there is nobody can make a case for prohibition it's not working it's not working. Oh, no doubt. Well, that's is not working. That's what's crazy about that ICE documentary that was on Netflix a while ago. I forget what the actual name of it was. But I couldn't believe they were recording them talk about getting quotas and how many people to bring in. And that if they didn't meet a certain quota, they weren't going to get funding. And they were all going to be out of a job just they would do it. Uh, they would round up one person, and obviously one of uh, these Guatemalan guys would be living with, you know, ten of his buddies just trying to make a way in the world. Had to come out of total bullshit to get here, and then they're like, "Well, we round all of you up now." So then it became this mass rounding up of people because they were just trying to keep their their funds up. And how it really works on a scale of, yeah, here's our budget. We need to increase it every year, and that's just how businesses run. And it's like, no, no, that's not a business. That's not a typical business. I see if you're, like, selling fried chicken or, or soda pops or something, you're like, okay, here, I got I to gotta meet these goals and do it. 
Not when you're talking about people's lives, you should be actively trying to eliminate your job. You should, if you're really fighting the war on drugs and you're really trying to get rid of the bad people, then you're not perpetuating this, this sickness. Correct. You are trying to get rid of it. So hopefully you're out of a job one day, you know, yeah. hopefully you don't have to do that, but that's a weird well, mindset. Consider, to be able to I was going to say, consider, yeah, consider the mind experiment that it even is in the first place to have over decades convinced, uh, the youth, you know, the youths, the youths, uh, that, um, doing drugs was the absolute most Best. demonic well, worst thing that you worst. could do you know say just say no and it was just hammered into their brains we talk about dare on here all the time with dare on the dale lion and <laughs> and you know we i mean i just lost myself um <laughs> you were talking about dare on the dale <laughs> lion unjust laws and stuff (laughs) the war on drugs there's a whole system built around all these people the budgets we're talking about the budget budgets go into it and then the people just have to yeah their entire their entire makeup like there are people who still people that i love people that are my age that i grew up with that still think everything that we were taught and like not only think it but like they like it's a it's a core belief and they have no frame of reference yeah right like there's just no frame of reference there and it's like when you're trying to have a rational conversation with them they they can't hear it because there's just been this thing put over their brain for their entire life that was the truth and that not being the truth changes the shape of their reality in a way they're not comfortable with that's when you spray the last yeah right in their eyeball (laughs) (laughs) uh you're already a lizard how many how many more hits do you need to to really be a lizard shane moss you need to check out his stuff hilarious uh how do we get it on a national ballot is that a we don't have national ballots yeah is that a thing i was like i have never voted on one of those if that's a thing i never i never got the speak for us um yeah i think i mean is it as simple as starting one of those petition things online like i fucking hate change.org sure but is it it should drives me does that change anything do they change anything i have an irrational hate (laughs) for change.org i hate that stupid fucking website i hate it It does nothing (laughs) Oh, it's God. the biggest waste of fucking time ever. Do you I think it's it. just a tool take. of the op- take? Fuckchange.org. It's a tool of the oppressor. So like people feel like they've done something, but they just haven't done anything. They just filled out their email and collected more data points on themselves. And it's just a tool to get people to be like, I'm going to do something about it. And they're like, yeah, here, fill this out. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I did something about it. Back to work. <laughs> you know, Pretty much. Tool of the oppressor. Pretty much. Um, I mean, this is this America or what? I thought this was America. <laughs> what legal states do you feel have the best cannabis laws? I don't know. What would you enough. change about the cannabis Oklahoma. rules? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Nice. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, much about much. Here's the here's how the law should look. You grow as much as you want. You don't need anything. If you want to grow it, you can grow it. And we don't, the government stays out of your business. You can gift it. You can gift it however much you want. <laughs> That's serious. Uh, dump truck full. I don't care. As much as you can grow. It's I simple. Just, I'm with you. It's simple. It's pretty much the black market, except the government gets out of our way and says, 
we're not bothering you. So that's called the free market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, get yeah the, baby. Get the government. Talk right that shit, there. boy. <laughs> Talk that and, shit, kid. And all of the state line bullshit goes away. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, no. no. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't, though. Oh, you're just saying in your utopia. In my, yeah, in the way this should all be looked oh, at. Oh, yeah, man. In my utopia, like, there's no such thing as a war on any drug. Meaning that our our money could also go to other states? Yeah. Or a- anything. Anything. If you want to You're just it, saying, like, inter- you can have interstate commerce. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so if a... If a dispensary, so states, wants, states still control their market as they do with anything yes. Else. If if uh, if but uh, you can move freely through the states, yeah. Or if a dispensary here is like we got a little Colorado nug, we got a little California nug, we yeah. got a yeah. I like uh, I like uh, you know East Coast oysters. You know what I mean? Like if I go sure. to if I go to a good seafood restaurant, they got a little West Coast oyster, they got a little East Coast. Really? Oyster. Flown in the same day. I go to fancy places, Steve. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm feeling fancy. Hey, is that flying fish from the West Coast or the? <laughs> oh, buddy, I'm a I'm a louse. I'm a little louse. Um, yeah, I think just I want to try a little freedom. Something. I want to taste the world, baby. <laughs> That's our next shirt. If we were to legalize at a different level, it's not just going to affect the medicine community either. Like with all of the GMOs and the farming of that, we would have such a different crop rotation and it would be extremely beneficial. But that's also goes into the job thing. Like it creates so many jobs for people trying to figure out all this corn and wheat and whatnot. Like no doubt this week, Argentina just found out how to genetically modify wheat to where it can survive a drought condition much better. It's the first time that's ever been a thing. The only reason we passed genetically modified corn in our country is because we didn't advertise it. We just slipped it through, and then all of a sudden people realized it, and we we're already okay with it. So now they're, they're struggling You're right, with Denison. all of this that it might not take off because uh, they're having to say what it is now. You have to put that it's genetically modified. Uh, people might be weird about it, but like that, that was a weird tangent. Um, but... <laughs> uh, so if we bring cannabis into it, it takes all of that away to where we don't have to do near as much modifying of all that. We can use crop rotation because it's an amazing tool. It has a six-foot taproot, at least, that can bring water up to different levels and no bring doubt. nutrients of different sorts. So For sure. It's not just the medicine community. We have textiles that will be fucked. The, I mean, the whole reason it's illegal is the fire is the lumber industry. So uh, that's the thing with, like, why the president wouldn't just be like, it's legal. I'm sure that, especially with it being election year, it, he gets a call to be like, yeah, I'll pull all your funding right now if you make that illegal because that fucks my business over. I know. That's fucking so, crazy. We're There's all just a lot of so industries. little compared to what's going on. Well, and actually, you know, talking about, uh, like, I've talked to people that were in on the California medical market before everything went recreational. And recreational actually killed a lot of, like, smaller medical grows because they just couldn't compete in this, you know, mass production deal. Like, they... they, they changed the growing standards they were able to just kind of muscle them out like i'm gonna have to get him in here i think jake tracy could kind of explain what happened when when uh we may have even talked to him a little bit about it at the very first uh bizcon but about how recreational just killed the medical bud in california and it actually reduced the quality of the bud and Hmm. and there's plenty of quantity but he said like it just felt like the craft growers got pushed out I think the biggest thing that will change if it changes at a federal level is giving our doctors one of the biggest tools in their tool belt 
that they cannot use now at fear of being able to or being having their license taken from them or whatever weird murky waters that they don't want to risk because they got a pretty fucking good life and I'm just I'm going to stay on this side of the medicine thing to where if we can get just a, a plethora of kind of new agey doctors who are diet first because I remember my buddy went to med school and I was like, how many hours of nutrition? None. They made him do no hours of nutrition, like nutritional science as far as what to eat. And I was like, that's everything. He's like, man, the first couple of years are kind of just learning the names of shit. Like yeah, you're just learning just, Latin. Yeah. Learning just every, so you don't sound like an asshole when you're talking to a patient, I guess, when you can kind of be like, oh, well, that's your metacarpal. <laughs> um, but it, once we give doctors, I just imagine a world where these doctors can say, I've been reading the medical journal. There's three or four things, and I've been rethinking all of this stuff because, you know, they've seen how pharmaceuticals haven't worked for their patients, how they've seen pharmaceuticals be like, oh, man, you're bleeding from your anus now because you took this pill. Your cholesterol's down, but now you got, you got a bloody butt. And so that's everywhere. It's a mess, okay? So now you need another pill for that. Now that pill, that pill makes your eyes droopy. That's a weird side effect. It makes your <laughs> eyes droopy. That's a weird one. Here's a little stimulant for that. Oh, that actually backs you up. Oh, man. Well, now I got another pill for that. I think doctors realize that that's kind of the deal now. Yeah, it's kind they're of in weird. A, they're in the world of, yeah, pharmaceuticals work in some places, but ah, some of these are kind of fucked up. And we've all seen the documentaries. The doctors have seen the documentaries about there's a big bad pill company. And there are certainly a few that are just like, what? If we give them cannabis and the education behind it, it's a game changer. Because that's one thing I see from people coming in here. They're like, will it work for me? I don't know if it'll work for me. I'm like, Duh, you're taking my anecdotal advice and other people's anecdotal advice. Let's get rid of all that shit. Let's make it more science-based to where... Cannabis can really fucking help people. At an RSO level, we're seeing some unbelievable things. And there's actually a, a, our girl came out with that thing talking about terpenes and the entourage effect and how the entourage effect might be bullshit uh, because it was saying uh, her name's not her name on, on social media. So I don't know if I want to okay, fair uh, enough. say it. Um, but she was talking about how they're rethinking the whole entourage effect, that it's not like a mix of everything. It's more how terpenes can interact. Um, I don't want to misquote her, but it's on, it's on the Mo Green's wellness, uh, um, Instagram, Instagram. Okay. Um, so if you check out their Instagram, they had yeah. something that was fascinating, a little oh, bit over my head. Follow, I needed to read it a follow. couple of times, but I still don't quite understand it, but just, Okay, the entourage effect was a theory anyway. Like, reading now, I was like, oh, shit, it's kind of gospel now. People would get up and say, oh, it's the entourage effect. All the cannabinoids working together. It's, it could be far more complicated than that, than yeah. what's going on. And that's where it comes into, if you go into a dispensary and you say, ah, uh, yeah, Gorilla Glue and, uh, you know, Purple Haze are the two kinds I've heard and they have them here. I'm just going to get those because if this was all pre-sealed, you didn't have an ability to trust your nose. I think that might be the number one go-to thing. If you are a patient new to cannabis and they hand you five or six different flowers 
instead of saying, oh, which one sounds the best from the Leafly review? Which one are your olfactory senses saying that your body needs that? You know, it's a little peppery. Yeah, you need that. Your body needs that. Whatever terpene is in there, your body knows that shit. Like, that's one thing it, it does. It'll start to crave weird things when you need weird things, different things. But if it's all sealed up in the dispensary, that's kind of a tangent too. But if we can get doctors to have this tool in their kit and they can really, really have a conversation with a, a patient who is possibly terminal and say, here's this fucking oil. And yeah, there's a lot of anecdotal stuff, but here is the hard facts of how it can help you, your kid, your mom or dad possibly save their life. This oil that we've compressed from this illegal plant could possibly save thousands. Of, we've seen it save a couple kids' lives. Yep. Like, We've, we've seen it in action before. So no doubt if we can, and, and it's tough to get doctors on board with you. And no matter how hardcore of a cannabis, uh, uh, advocate you are, if you're faced with that decision and the doctor's not really going along with something, it's gotta be tough. Like even putting myself in that shoes, like it's a fucking doctor. He knows better than me. And I'm supposed to tell him about yeah. cannabis oil. I'm supposed to tell this guy about cannabis. I that can't be right. So that getting changed at a federal level will be leaps and bounds ahead when we, when we start talking about that, letting our doctors be able to use that tool in their, yeah. in their toolbox. Yeah. Look at that background. Oh, this date in history brought to you by Bungeon Property Group, Steve. Haven't had one of these today. Yeah, we haven't uh, it. You know, last night he was... A crutch. Last <laughs> night he was uh, giving us the Halloween facts. And uh, today we're back on uh, this day in history. However, this one's going to kind of blend in with... A little, it's a little Halloween-y, if you ask me. Okay. On this day... Who told you? 1553. <laughs> Michael... Severtus, who discovered the pulmonary circulation of the blood, was burned for heresy in Switzerland. <laughs> he go. Times are simpler then. Yeah. Oh, you figured out how blood moves through the body? <laughs> Burn him! Yeah, that guy's too smart for his own good. Get rid of that guy. Uh, it's, like thought- when the, it's like the guy who discovered there were strings holding together a woman's brain. And sometimes when they do hard stuff, they snap. That's from that's Bo Rad. I fucking stole that. <laughs> the strings in their head. All right, I got. I got Just for that alone, you would like it. Just for that alone, I think it's right He's up your alley. Ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> the strings. Guys, uh, on the other side of the break, we're gonna tell you some more jokes. Did you play the Miz marketing? Yeah, I did. Did you tell him about it though? All uh, we'll talk about it next time. Did you tell him? We'll be back in five minutes. The last one I did. Give me a break. Guys, Ms. Marketing's gonna change our lives. We don't even need this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. But seriously, though. Seriously.
Oh, I thought you were going to hit the button for Ms. Marketing. Um, what we're going to do is uh, create content for businesses. That way, I can stay pure to myself. Honestly, it feels good. If I can do ads for other people, well, this is and something not we've, worry about we've it. been wanting to do for quite a while, and I'm, the partnership just makes a ton of sense. It's so weird. Adam's already helping people generate leads. He's got different methods to do that. He's been using, you know, he uses. Uh, he's brilliant at it. He really is. And he simplifies it too. Like he makes it make a lot of sense. Like just the way, you know, he talks about it. We hit it off instantly. He was a natural on the camera. Um, but he's a sharp dude, man. And he like, he's all about just return on investment. Like that's, that's, he was my friend first and it was cool. He was your friend first. It was cool. I played softball with him for years and made shirts. Uh, He, he barely remembered your name. Show me games. He barely remembered you. He barely remembered. He didn't know who you were. were. He didn't know who you were. He didn't know who you were. I mean, he did. He did. You do. It's, it's okay. Um, what'd you say, Greg? <laughs> yeah. I actually looked at it. Um, but I remember seeing a gap in the industry when I started to do social media marketing for lifetime roofing and renovation. And what my job was is to run their social media, right? Get people excited about roofing. And I knew the Google analytics and Facebook analytics, you really were only paying if you're getting a lot of reach, you know, especially for a roof. No one wants to see a roof thing. You know? Correct. No one wants to see that. Naturally. Um, so I, so we came up with Rufus the Roofing Dog, Roof Roof. Um, that dog's name was Gary before. I was like, change the dog's name. Okay. Gary, <laughs> yeah, it's just Gary's dumb. just any other roofer. <laughs> yeah. We need a dog um, that was made. To Gary's roof. on meth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a stereotype. That's a bullshit stereotype. Most of them are. Um, <laughs> so you know you got to get interesting with your analytics. You got to. That's where I came in. I, I was able to create uh, flashy content. But a lot of it is very basic. You get on Spark, you say, hey, we have a, a special, or here's something about the company. Here's some words on a, on a piece of a picture, a cool picture. Cool, this is our company. Eh, people just scroll right by that. Maybe you're getting some stuff out. Maybe you're just fluffing your own self up. Maybe you're just squeezing it a little, making it a little bigger, just giving it a little few pumps, you know what I mean? Just grabbing it and kind of pumping it like a, a, a heart thing when you're pumping it and checking your blood pressure. One of those, plumping it up a little bit. Maybe that's what you're doing for your social media stuff, not actually getting anything done. I knew that there needed to be someone who just solely made content for those people. Because honestly, it's... I mean, people get paid 40 grand a year to run people's socials. And I'm not not saying it's hard, but if you're not coming up with original content, if you're just sharing Dude, other content. That's that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, if you're not making engaging content that is unique to your Yeah, you're model, just pumping it up. You're just squeezing it. You're just, you're just, it, kind, you're of just kind of participating. You're just kind of participating at that yes, point. Yes, participating. You know? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> I should have went with. <laughs> Yeah. And I think where we come in is we're able to make that content that people say, whoa, because that was what was interesting about when Adam, my friend, came in here and he said, he said something that gets people to stop on the timeline. <laughs> and in our group, 
everyone takes advantage of how great we are. We know it. They know it. You know, we'll put out a video and people are like, there's Stephen Craig again. Another gold medal on the shelf. <laughs> is what they say. <laughs> gold medal on the shelf? Yeah. And when we got to share our content on Adam's timeline, which isn't poisoned with cannabis and psychedelic talk <laughs> his fans his fans went bananas that's a native moment of clarity did it so front butt that's great we should bring that back um, oh shit! Where'd my drink go? Where's my drink? What do you need, bud? Yeah, that. there's a whole bottle over there. Well, what we need is create content, and we're gonna do it with Ms. Marketing. Oh hey, it's Adam McChesney with Ms. Marketing. We specialize in lead generation, filling your pipeline and taking care of your payments. Give us a call today. Adam from Ms. Marketing took me from 10 leads to 300 leads in a month, and I became the strongest boy in the schoolyard. He increased the revenue for my uh, fit charter fishing business by 30% in one month. Ms. Marketing. What was that Facebook algorithm? What was that Instagram? Ms. Marketing. After lead, after lead, after lead, after lead, after lead, after lead, after lead. He's generated leads from that. Tons. And I think that's where we're most valuable to people. He made an announcement about us working together. We already. A hundred percent. I mean, I you know, those if, are the whenever two. Whenever we get like the the equivalent of the Oscar for internet uh, variety shows, uh, whenever we get that award one day, it's called a Netsy. A Netsy. <laughs> whenever we get our Netsy, we're gonna go up there and we're gonna say, "I would like to thank the the beautiful Good Lord uh, above, the beautiful Hoosier Sophisticated, the Sophisticated Hoosier family, uh, for helping us carry this torch." Of come, but mostly, <laughs> I would like to thank the endless sea of cum jokes <laughs> that made my company what it yeah. is today. And there's just a glob of sperm in one of the seats with a tear, <laughs> with a single tear. Like, fuck, that cum is so proud of us right now. <laughs> And somebody sits in it, and he's like, hey, <laughs> you sat in my cum, dude. What the hell? Again? That's what you signed up for. You came here this morning. It's your fault. Yeah, this is uh, on you. <clears throat> this is on you. Um, I'm excited to work with him. This was something that we had been wanting to do forever. He's got clients that are looking for different ways to engage people online all over the country. And one of the things is what we talk about is like, We've got goofy ideas. We're just trying to, to to spitball every day, see what we can come up with. You know, we came up with that commercial while we were talking to him. And the more pretty, it he doesn't got, even look like it either. <laughs> no, it, it looks like it was 
well thought out. <laughs> Real well thought out. We can do that just like that. And we had it back to him in four hours. Yeah, he's like, what? Yeah. How? What? What are you doing? <laughs> what kind of witchcraft are you doing? We're like, we're sixth graders with a camcorder, okay? <laughs> That's what they did. They're farting into- this microphone. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I did it. I can't believe Wonder Wondershare had an approved thing. I love that. It's so dumb. Approved. Uh, Fuck you. (laughs) What uh, What's your favorite mythological creature? Beast. Yeah, beast. Uh, Someone's here. I think yelling for the moron and back. Uh, Hello. My favorite mythological beast beast is. Oh, God, what's her name from that show? Constance Nunez. She's not real. Because she's not real, bud. She's not real. Is there somebody out there in Festus location? Hello? That's what I thought. It's probably just a ghost. Um, there is a, we're giving away four certifications. Constance Nunez. If I had to pick the real one, though, I've always. She is a. Re- she is remarkably, <laughs> remarkably pretty. Um. If I had to pick, I'm a fan of Griffins. I think Griffins they're pretty are cool. cool. I think, but Viani ruined them for me. <laughs> uh, Man, you are so St. Louis. But I do like a Minotaur, especially the Minotaur from uh, Your Highness. Oh, I, I, I got to rewatch that. He, wear, he wears its cock on, as a necklace. <laughs> as a trophy. Yeah, because you're supposed to take a trophy from every yeah, piece. Yeah, I get it. that. <laughs> um, I mean, that's about as solid. Of, oh, what else are you going to wear off the Minotaur that people are going to believe? I mean, mermaids. What else are you going to wear now that I think about it? <laughs> he, tried most, he tried to get a horn. He tried to get a horn off. He tried to get a horn off. An antler. A horn? That's true. That's true. Well, what about, I mean, it's just a, come on, man. I've got to believe be the that the Minotaur's got serious dick game. Serious dick game. It makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Minotaur's a great choice. <laughs> um, mermaids are intriguing. Yeah. Just because, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean. Um, he doesn't have the best laugh, okay? There's all, you haven't heard all the laughs in the world, okay? <laughs> best laugh. What is this? The uh, d- d- high school? Scotty, what's your thing? favorite mythological beast? Uh, and gargoyles are tight. Gargoyles but, are tight. Yeah. I don't know. Are we going gargoyles? Or? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. The show is awesome. Name a gargoyle from the show. Goliath. Damn it. That's the only one I know. I know. That's the only one I know. Um, <laughs> Titus. Now you're that's, I think that's right. You're making them up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Look up the gargoyle names. I bet one was Titus. One was Goliath? Yeah, that's the only one I know. Who was the it was main the, guy? Goliath was the bat, big badass dude. He's a main dude. He's a main dude. He's a big badass dude. You don't know Goliath, Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> I've modeled my whole life after the yeah, main gargoyle. I just wanted to be Goliath the gargoyle. <laughs> what are their names? You just got to look up the gargoyle's name. Oh, hold on. Go up that. It said something about slave labor. What? Go up. Slave, slave labor, labor graphics? graphics. 
Oh my! You got I got a touch screen, bud. So, oh, sorry. So maybe maybe screen. you don't just. Uh, Jeez, oh, Louise, maybe you're not just oh. a bull in my china shop, okay, pud. <laughs> On June twenty first, two thousand six, slave labor graphics in a oh that's like the name of a in association with Creature Comics began producing a new gargoyles comic written by Greg Wiseman. So uh, that's actually a name of a comic book company, Slave Labor Graphics. I thought they had the gargoyles at a. Uh, a suit against him. Actually, Phoenix is my choice. <coughs> Phoenix? Phoenixes are badass. Yeah. Oh, Phoenixes are dope. Yeah. I'm a like Scorpio, it. too, and that's also the... Uh, you're a Scorpio, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Phoenixes are other... Besides the scorpion, the Phoenix is really? the animal of the Scorpio. If Someone might want to back that up. I gotta that look sounds that like up. some malarkey. Look up Phoenix and Scorpio. Dude, I had a class ring, my class ring. <laughs> I had a holographic The Phoenix Scorpio is the it. transformational symbol of Scorpio, like the eagle. Oh, <laughs> dude, that was his crystal stuff. Like that. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> 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 my man. Like the eagle, in oh, ancient man. times, the Phoenix was a symbol of the sun that was said to live for 500 years. At the end of its life, it built a funeral pyre and burned the flames, only to regenerate its progeny. Don't wave it. your hand while you're reading about the Phoenix, okay? You're like, mm -hmm, funeral pyre, flames, 500 years. <laughs> Scotty and I are going to live for 500 years, and you're going to die alone. <laughs> oh, no, wait, we're going to die alone. <laughs> if we live for you 500 years. Get oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, we'll make new friends. That's we'll right. make new friends. That's right. Yeah. Vampires aren't sad. Every set, Totally. Vampires aren't sad. sad? Maybe they are. Vampires aren't sad? I think they're doing all right for themselves. I always appreciate the uh, <laughs> vampires that are. <laughs> sad? No, that are doing well like, for themselves. That are like, just like dress and fly. And like, oh, the whole Twilight yeah, area was uh, kind of sad. I didn't dig the whole like, sparkling thing. I'm sad and brooding. I'll, <laughs> I'll suck your blood. Hey. How about I suck that blood? <laughs> <laughs> I'm blind. Uh, good stuff. Too much sunlight makes Stevie burn up in the sunlight. I, th I think I gotta be like, I, I mean, like a for real deal dragon, dude. Dragons are fucking dope. You think? Jesus Christ. Dragons are the dope. You're so basic, dude. Would have I'm basic. What'd you say? Other uh, maybe the. Uh, Griffin. The Griffin? <laughs> or that other thing from Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> there's no Minotaurs in Harry Potter. Bam, no, you idiot. You oh, you like said Minotaur. Ass. I chose Phoenix. Choice. I chose I like the other Harry Potter yeah. thing. I like the basketball. No, I think, I, I mean, if we're going to get real, dragons are real. So I don't know if they fall on that list. Bearded I'm dragons. Like, I'm talking Komodo like, dragons. I'm talking like Smaug dragons. Smaug. Like ancient. Smaug. Ancient dragons that are like the most <laughs> the smartest characters in the multiverse. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like elves. Elves? I wouldn't mind to be an elf. Oh, like, oh! Now we're now we're getting out there in some uh, uh, like in some. Well, you started dragons yeah. and stuff like fantasy that. lore. Yeah. Yeah. I think. You think you'd be an elf? Tasmanian devils. Those are very real. Yeah, those are real. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've never been to Tasmania, guys. I haven't been able to prove it. Uh, Tasmanian tigers. You guys remember also those? Also real. <laughs> they don't, they're not extinct. 
They're not extinct. I Look up Tasmanian are, actually, Tiger. Yeah. Early 1900s is the last one. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Tasmanian Tiger. Thylacine. That's what I was calling it. I was afraid you wouldn't understand. <laughs> last known live was 1933. You're on fire, bud. <laughs> You're on fire. Oh, we need a thing that's like, he's on fire. Oh, he's heating up. Yeah. Didn't we have that? No, we were going to. No, no, no. We had. No, Seth we were put going. It on the show at 9:20, didn't we? Oh yeah. Whenever someone would cuss on the show, he's heating up. When oh, we had yeah. to drop, dump him. <laughs> yeah, remember that one guy who worked there with long hair, Greg? No. <laughs> you know. Colt. No. Rocky. Uh-uh. Tom Tom? Mm-mm. What was his name? You in Three Ninjas? I was about to say that. <laughs> I didn't watch Three Ninjas. I was a little too old for it. No, you weren't. I 100% was. <laughs> How dare you? Look when it came out. The first? Was, yeah, yeah, I was too old for it. Bullshit. Three Ninjas? Yes. But it came out like when we were in eighth or ninth grade. No, it didn't. It came out in 1992, brother. Because we were nine. You were eight fucking years. You're nine years old. Yeah, I was old. I'm too yeah, old. Right, you weren't even Colt's age, dude. And Rocky fucking put a thumping on you, talk like that. <laughs> I hated all of them. They would all get beat so hard. You mean to tell me you can't buy this little kid beating a grown man in a, <laughs> yeah. in a fight like all i ever waited for was like for one of these ninjas that they always found themselves fighting in like the suburbs of just Seattle. to kill one of them like they're like in the suburbs of fucking portland <laughs> and there's like these fucking world-class ninjas flipping from tree to tree and then an eight-year-old kid like fucking rolls one out <laughs> he's doing very basic yeah. and the guy's like moving with him <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how none of them got murdered instantly. Those kids would have been killed in an instant. <laughs> Get them in like an arm bar, breaking them, <laughs> yes. breaking them out. And their grandpa too. Like, don't let you. Come on, I'm not buying it. You're 89. You're 89 years old. These younger ninjas, they got a leg up on you. I, I, I know you're. I know you're good. I get it. But you're kind of a portly fellow, and his later. Who plays him? Anybody? Is anybody in that movie? He was. In, uh, uh, he's in. Um, Patrick Swayze. Yeah, Big Trouble in Old China. Oh, I've never seen that. What? Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, that. man. You got to do that. Is that. That's not Patrick Swayze, though. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt yeah. Russell. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Swayze? Seen, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kurt I Russell. Don't, I remember seeing the cover of it. You got to oh, watch it. Oh, I've seen like some scenes of it. It's like an alleyway or like a... There's, a, there's, a, there's rival gangs. And there's kind of like a Raiden-type character. Yeah, there's... Yes, there's... Okay, yeah, yeah. I a, have seen bits and God. It is the campiest, best, like, eight, like it is the 80s. Like, yeah. Kurt Russell had some of those. What was Escape from He's a New handsome York lad, dude. Oh, God. Handsome lad. God damn it. And him and Goldie Hawn, they're like couple goals, <laughs> oh. man. <laughs> yeah, couple they're goals, couple dude. goals. For real, they are. No, they're not. They're not together. Yes, they are. They're, they're not. They broke up. How? Look it up. They broke dare up. Dare you? They broke up. You will not besmirch the name of Kurt Look, Russell. See if and they're Goldie still Hunt. together. I'm you gonna, gonna go for three gonna, for three? Because I think you're wrong, Jack. Um, I don't feel as confident in this one. I don't feel as confident. He just became in this a one. celestial god, and he's like, I can have whatever I want. They've been together since Valentine's Day, <laughs> 1983, the year of our Lord, man. 
Did you see the... No, they just haven't been married yet, so... They've never been married. I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay. Don't, never don't been kissed? Don't you ever come at them. I, I, I wasn't sure. Put some respect on them. I names. wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch uh, the movie where he... Santa? It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix movie. Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's, it's great. You I don't think. like him as much anymore. You don't like Kurt Russell as much anymore? Yeah. Faithful ass. I don't like the way he, I don't like the way he comes off now. Comes off kind of pompous. Because of his character in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Mm-hmm. You're going to let that define who Kurt Russell is? Do you watch him be Santa? Actually, he nope. plays kind of a pompous Santa. Yeah. I feel like he was a little pompous in that movie, too. <laughs> Just not, not taking a vibe, no. Him and, him and Overboard? He's always been pompous. Overboard? Him, dude. Give me Kurt Russell and Overboard. Hey, please. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. I don't mind if I do, Kurt Russell, and Overboard. There's a little part where he's eating cheese with <laughs> sausage and crackers, and he's got a little bandana over his his eyes, and he's laying down on her boat, making her closet. And that is a man laying there. That is a man laying there. <clears throat> Anywho. Big fan of Overboard. <laughs> Who isn't? Big old fan of Overboard, bud. My favorite scene from that movie is when the little kid's like, Slap my feet! Talking about slapstick. I'll that later. What happened there? I deleted it out this morning. I was oh, panicking. Yeah. Everything that was on it. I went to delete something on the other side, and it deleted the left side, and I couldn't undo oh, it. Oh, bud. Yep. <laughs> Buddy. Yep. I was wondering what happened. Yep. So I run a pretty tight ship around here. Yep. That's all different. Guys, if you don't know, we stream everywhere. Facebook, Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, Twitter. Available for podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Player.fm. Twitch is probably the spot. Twitch is probably the spot. We got some Twitchers. We had 14 on Twitch last night. That's awesome. I think it's a pretty cool platform to watch watch streams. I mean, it's what it's built for. Yeah, I'll come in here wearing all Twitch stuff tomorrow. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm still in the air on Twitch, but I think it's kind of cool, dude. It's like Wayne's World when he comes in and all the Reebok stuff, one of my favorite things. Uh-huh. I was thinking of that scene as I sat in that chair yesterday, just uh, I know running through my I, head. Oh, for sure. That's what made me think about it, too. So. New print. Little. Blue. Simple. Uh, uh, excuse me? Overboard sucks. He manipulates her into being his house slave, and then she gets trauma bonded and stays. Yeah, that's a pretty accurate description of what's fair. going on. But fair, fair description. Damn it, if they just don't find love, just a little bit of Hoosier love in the middle of nowhere. And anyone who she has fell in love with those little boys, if you get to see what good life looks like, and it ain't on a yacht. If your kids disrespect you like that, oh my! Oh, God. drop kick them. I'll choke you out as a parent. Oh, okay. In front of the kid, I had I had the last game with the Badgers. Okay. Yeah, how'd that go, Coach? I had the last game. we won, we won. Ivan had himself a game, his That's best how you game go of out. the year. Yeah. Hell yeah. He he, uh, he he dribbled all the way up and down the field a few times, and I was like, yeah, he. I could tell he was really starting, starting to, feel to get it. it. Yeah. Um. So, I told you the week before that it was uh, complete and utter chaos. Um, and I just kind of let the kids run around and I'm like, yeah, man, whatever. Uh, 
I don't care. You think I care that you're all running around and not learning about soccer? I, I could give two shits. Like, run it out. I'm sure your parents will thank me later that you're just getting this energy out. My team's a bunch of wild animals, and it's my fault. Um, but I like it. They, they come to play. We won the game. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Um, you know, some of those teams have that dynamic. Like, the Boston Red Sox that won the World Series in 04, maybe. When uh, the coach got in trouble, they were drinking all the time, and then they ended up being shitty right after that. And they were just a party team. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's my team. We're just drinking all the time and juice Having boxes. A good time. Um, so this week was the last week. I had to give out trophies to everybody, and there's one kid on the team who is just—he's uh, kind of a wild heathen. He's funny. I like him. He makes everybody else laugh. But he's just going to kick the ball whichever direction. He's just going to uh, – he has no concept of kind of what's going on. Could be a little – a pretty good little ball player. But he's just he's, – he's not in it. There's only about two or three kids that are in it, Ivan being one of them, that kind of like, okay, the ball's supposed to go from here to there in the goal. That's how we, that's how we do this. Everybody else kind of like, all right, whatever. No one's passing it to me. Well, this kid, they're, they're not supposed to be touching me, obviously. Don't touch me, especially during COVID. Like, you're not even supposed to, like, give them high fives or, right. you know, special hugs anymore, right. which is stupid. Um, <laughs> and so I can't not. And so, <laughs> so this one kid uh, is coming up, and he's just constantly like – I'm like, get away from me, dude. What is wrong with you? And the other kids are kind of laughing that this is happening. This is kind of a funny thing. Because he came in. I shit you not. He's like, first time he came in, he's like. And just jumps full body weight into me. I'm like, what are you doing? It's COVID, man. Get your COVID. COVID. Get your COVID. I just start yelling it. So hopefully... People get that I'm I'm for real, you know. I got the mask on. I'm masked up, I'm trying to be like, hey man, because you know they got all the rules. I don't want them to be on. Sure. You know, whatever. I'm just trying to Absolutely. abide by in that situation. I'm just there to coach, okay? I'm just here to have. My whole goal is like, did they have fun? Yeah. They did. I'm winded. Oh, that's the problem. I'm getting winded real easily. Six. Maybe six. Maybe you should get tested for something. <laughs> For syphilis, just did this morning. For syphilis, got 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 my hepatitis back. Did pretty well. Got an A, a B, and two C's. Okay. Um, that's a Will Ferrell joke. Still that. So, um, so this kid keeps jumping into me, and God love him. His his, his, mom's on the sideline, just like, hey, hey, knock that off. Yeah, I don't. I guess I won't say the name, but he's like, hey, hey, Billy, you know, knock that off. Okay, knock, knock that off. And then I start setting up cones in a circle because they, they try to make you do certain things. I make them play all different games, though. I'm like, all right, we're going to play, um, you know, uh, capture the flag. No, I'm just joking. I don't know. <laughs> we're, like, that has nothing to do with soccer. I'm like, I know, it's fun, though. Okay, I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it fun for these guys. But we'll play games where uh, I wanted to play World Cup with them, but I'll set up like four goals and then have different teams and just kind of can't. I just want them all moving around the whole time. I don't want to sure. stand in a line doing shit. And so I'm setting up these cones, and this kid comes up, and he's like, act like you're setting up a cone.
comes by and he keeps kicking all the codes away. So I'm like, okay. Well, oh, hey. dude. Uh, you know, I'm <laughs> getting paid to do this. I'm just slowly picking up the other cones, kind of talking to the other kids. And I'm like, listen, bud, you're killing everybody else's time out here. You know what I mean? Let's just, yes. if we get these cones out, I'll deal with you. So what I did, set up a few dummy cones out off to the edge. Let them set kick up those the, things around. Kick them all day, bud. Yeah, just, and I was like, no, don't kick him, that cone. I got you, bud. I can, you don't think I'm playing mental warfare out here, okay? I'm Whitey Herzog out in this thing, okay? So I get him taken care of, and, uh, um, you know, he's, he's wild. There's two kids in the game we're playing. They just they play with reckless abandon. A part of you is... I like it. Yeah, they're part of me... missiles running around. But uh, the other part of you is like, oh, they're going to they're gonna break another little kid's leg or arm. Because they're coming in hot, yeah. and they'll just land just on the back of legs and they're stuff. And I'm like, Jesus, Lord. <clears throat> End of the game. We win. Four, four, three. I got a couple ball players on this squad. Oh, I got a couple players, man. Yeah. They're good. It's fun to watch them. And I even, I was really working on passing. Because if you can get those kids to pass, I feel like that is one of the most amazing things you can ever do. 100%. I had, I had... Two times, two of like, you know, three, I'd say there's three of the really pretty good four that are really kind of get it and can make a play. And two times in that game, I was like, they're open in the middle. And they stopped it and passed it towards the person in the middle. And they had a perfect shot for the goal. Now, both of them missed. Sure. Just by, That's all but, right. But it's, I mean, they put one of the steps together. I could tell everybody was like, what? Let, what? This is like the, the Dutch in the 80s, people were watching them play the up, back, through, the beautiful game, and they're like, what magic is this team doing sure. out here? Sure. And I could tell that from the other coach because he's, he's an asshole. He had his Bulls team doing this to us. No, he didn't. He had his Bulls team doing this to us. And I was like, I show him what a Badger do. <laughs> show him what a Badger do. I'm not going to matador the kids, okay? I would matador the kids just to prove a point. Would you ever put horns on your head and fucking swear I know. Well, it was intimidating. I didn't – I'll be honest with you. I was caught off would guard. you ever do that? I will do that, and behind it there will be a brick I was caught off guard. I wasn't – I just had like a brick wall right there. I was well, putting kids on the mat. Well, we played – okay, so we played them uh, – we played them that week. That was week three. Well, I was playing – we were playing them in a championship this week. And I was like, they start doing this little – Thing again, okay. Well, I had my team doing a chaka. What are those called? Haka. Haka. And we're all like, ah, just painted up. Really got in their heads, man. Seems those are intimidating. Seems to be the thing. Yeah. So we did one of those. A chaka. What an idiot. Haka. What an asshole. I do like when the uh, when they do that, like before rugby games and stuff. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I I like it when uh, you know. Maori uh, yeah. dudes. I like do it when it. white people do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the best. Fucking Tad's fucking yeah. fraternity. Yeah, I saw that. In fucking yeah. India yeah. or that something starts best. doing a haka like that. Shit fucking uh, grinds me to my yeah. fucking. That must kill you. That that has to be the most embarrassing thing. I hate it. I mean, I for real, that is it. embarrassing. Um, okay, so. I got to give out trophies at the end. And it was awesome because I got to give like a little speech. Every time I give them a medal, I have to give them two, two medals at the end of each game. 
And I always make a big deal about yell and be like, I shall bestow thee this medal and yell it. And they're all like, that's fucking awesome. I'm like, yeah, you bet. And so, but then I, uh, I gave Ivan his, uh, his, uh, trophy last. And I was like, uh, Elvin <laughs> acted like I didn't know his name. And he started crying. <laughs> and I was like, how dare you embarrass me out here in front of all these people? Yeah, well. So coaching's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't, yeah, don't make a joke out of me, Dad. No, no, he was laughing about it. Like, we have a good – that's what's always been nice about loosening this – or, or uh, you know, loosening up the tension with the team, with the kids, you know. If I can make a joke with my own kid if we're coaching, you know, kind of like – we have this back and forth thing where it's kind of like, oh, dad, you're crazy. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? It always, you know, eases the friendships within the group. Sure. And one of the kids came up to me and he, he's like, oh, I had so much fun this year. I want to give my phone number to the rest of the kids on the team. That's cool. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a, awesome. That's a job well done. My and man. then I got a, a nice email from his mom who was like, you did a great job this year. She's like, the kids weren't always uh, under control or something like that. Maybe there's a lesson. <laughs> but in you that. did a good job of keeping your cool or something like that. And I was like, "What am I going to be like?" Get mine! Fucking like, what am I going to do? Oh, dude. What am I, I going to do? I, there should probably be a little what time in between do? when you're not playing and when you're coaching. Because I was, I ended up coaching at the middle school like. A year after I graduated. I really liked it. And <clears throat> I was coaching seventh and eighth graders, which punks. Just a brutal, brutal age. <laughs> but really perfect for like a nineteen year old kid to coach. Oh yeah. You know, because yeah. at this point, like I'm still carrying the uh the chip on my shoulder that is my like what my coaches used to do to me in conditioning <laughs> and shit like that. And, so like when when kids would you like you had your bike or bike shorts on oh, yeah I did. Like, listen up here buddy <laughs> my grandma ran four three forty lived at two bench press one three fifty dude <laughs> I uh I had a few smart asses but dude it was really fun to like see some of the like the young talented kids that were starting to because I mean at seventh and eighth grade there's some like that's when some dudes just start to be men. And they start to set themselves apart from like, especially at that age. Like we had a kid on my football team in eighth grade that was like, he was we. It was by weight classes where I played, so you couldn't be heavier than one thirty five. Uh, like if you were twelve, like if you were, there was like I had a twelve light league mm. and a twelve heavy league. So that wouldn't fly now. Would anybody it? could play any position in these leagues. Whereas JB, they used to have weight limits on what positions you could play. What are they yeah. weighing these kids in before? Oh, fuck yeah, we have weigh-ins. Well, I they did call the you the Sandusky. Of, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they didn't. Yeah. Call me that. They said Craig Kohler. They call him Craig Sandusky. <laughs> but when I got to when I coached them, dude, like I, I was awful. emotionally invested in the in the success and how it made team. you feel. Like, well, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it, it, in sports especially, and at younger ages, like I've coached Landon's baseball teams and stuff, and dude, I got pinned. A couple of years ago, like I saw these guys that had volunteered to coach his baseball team, and these dudes, they didn't know anything yeah. about baseball. Like, and it was rough. And so I'm like, hey, you know, I'll, how about I take them over here? I'll hit them some grounders. We'll work on crow hopping, throwing to first. And I become like crow hopping. Yeah, you know, learn a little crow hop and throw. You know, you're gonna learn a little. That's what you're teaching. How old are these kids? 
sense. What do you call a crow hop? What's your definition of a crow hop? Um, well, I mean, it's just a... Let's see that footwork. You want to see that footwork? Yeah. <laughs> it went five feet wide in the first base. No fucking strike right in the chest. Anywho, these guys didn't know anything, and and it was so funny because we talked about this before. Like one of the dudes was just like kind of a military guy, kind of a hard ass, and he believed that the way these kids were going to win was a little bit of discipline. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah. maybe, except, you know, half of them when they're playing catch, they're like throwing the ball 12 feet over each other's heads. Like, yeah, a little discipline would probably help, but also just like having fun playing catch would be like probably the best thing that kids, <laughs> that these kids can do right yeah. now. Honestly, before we start getting carried away with drills, maybe we just play catch for a minute. Yeah. And then when we're done playing catch, everybody will get a few swings. We're just going to play catch the whole practice. Like, let's get some fundamentals down here. Because there were kids that were just like you could tell. It was the first year they Hour three of catch. <laughs> yeah. Like, is your arm hurt yet, boy? And I was like, now that's discipline. Uh, but you get, you get emotionally invested. Uh, like, this dude was really emotionally invested in, like, this younger squad where, again, like, a victory was, like, a good game of back and forth, 10 throws, yeah. catch all of them. Yeah. That's a, that's a that's a solid victory for this crew of kids, and this guy was like he was really dead set on winning and how you know like and I'm like bud you got to just relax you got to <laughs> you got to relax that's not what this is right now these guys are trying to learn some fundamentals you know they got a late jump they're yeah. learning a crow hop give them, <laughs> give them a little fuck <laughs> what was that was that a throw from the outfield yes <laughs> okay got that motherfucker dead to rights get behind it yep. get behind first it first steps backwards and then just yeah give him the fucking oh run that's a good shit buddy. oh that is a good shit that my favorite go back baseball play and then. my favorite baseball play like ever was that game where Rick Ankiel against the Rockies <sighs> threw both from the wall from the wall at I think third one base. of them was was it Dexter Fowler or was it it was uh it was a uh, it wasn't Dexter Fowler it was someone faster than that uh oh Kiko Calero <laughs> <laughs> no I don't think it was Kiko <laughs> no it was the guy who stole a lot of bases I think you're right oh god dang it I can see his face Uh, Hechevaria, no. Oh no, no, he was. That's that's, that's later. Right. And I know. He's also it's Marlins. Right. I know, but it was a guy who played for the Marlins w- too. Willie, 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 uh, Willie. There's only one Willie in baseball. Well, I mean, and that's McGee. I agree. with Wait, you. Mays? No, McGee. For those listening at home, Rick Ankiel just stepped behind and throws an absolute missile. Bro. To Troy Gloss, and the dude running, Willie Tavares. Is that who it is? Maybe. The second one's better. It's from the wall. Same game. Same game. Same game. (laughs) (laughs) Quick (laughs) tie. Here it is. I mean, this is ignorant. This is ignorant. From the warning track. He says, what? What just happened? What just happened? And Rick is running with an erection. <laughs> uh, Willie Tavares is who, is who it was. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, coaching is great. Coaching is great. Coaching. Uh, I think I, I, it seems like something that would suit you real well, dude. Oh, yeah, I liked it. Um, that's a good age, too. I want to put together a squad. No, it's a horrible age. I'm trying to teach you. Like, give me a kid. A, no, give me I, a I'm team with of you. Players. Ollie's a good age right now. Oh, yeah, he's a great age. Ollie's a real impressionable. Anybody wants, uh, wants me to put together a soccer team for their children, let me know. That's the hardest part is just getting them all at the same age. Yeah. I'll put I together. mean, because we've got a squad between – 10 and 13 dude that I i'll think do we it could. like we did it on the south side where you got nine-year-olds on the 12 year old team dude like that's how it was we got everybody we got plays Kessler up boys we everybody plays boys. up we got some Kohler boys yeah everybody plays up yeah Little kids okay they'll be yeah. the best players yeah. in, no doubt in eight years the the youngest will be yep. the best player yep. on the team that's how you that's how you do that 100 that's how you same time baby we did it another show in the books almost Oh, don't wait. We got 14 minutes. <laughs> we did a good show, everybody. Yeah. Wrap it up. Let's take questions. I love having different people in here. Uh, just kind of dropping in through the mornings. We had Ryan, we Scotty today, uh, Seth and Mike last night. Dropping just in. random people dropping in. I like it. Yeah, me too. So, where's Scotty's loop machine? <laughs> <laughs> where's his loop pedal? That thing is badass. I'm so excited to do uh, have some fun with, with Ryan Watts on this show, in this studio in general. I'll tell you what else I'm excited about doing. I'm excited about shooting some commercials. <laughs> yeah, me too. I really am. <coughs> I'm, I'm, I, this is something that I think you and I... That Bundren only... Property song we're working on right now, should we give them a little taste of just the audio? Uh, we can. I can turn on desktop audio if you want to play it. Should we? Sure. No, no, this is just the instrumental right now. Should we? We can sing over it later and maybe have something for them. Yeah, we'll do it later. We'll Tomorrow do it after or this. something. Yeah, stick around. We got a special song. Stick around if you want to hear. You know, Scotty can be on the vocals too. I, I was thinking the same thing. You were. I was. We're writing a song for Adam Bundren. You want to know why? Tell him why, Steve. Oh, payback's a bitch, fella. A big old bitch. <laughs> okay. And it's going to be the sweetest song you've ever heard in your life about you, pal. <laughs> you know what you've done. You live with it. Bundren Property Group will help you with your dreams. I'll tell you what else they'll do. <clears throat> they will help you with your dreams. They really will. They're helping a couple people that we know and love. Uh, with their dream house right now and i can't wait to have a little party out there so if you know someone who's trying to buy a house or sell a house or build a house or yeah yeah let them know bundren property group they're on they're online on the internet they're on the internet bundren property group we're on the internet that's not bad it's not a bad tagline <laughs> Not good, but people will be like, are they on the... Oh, yeah, it was in their tagline. Uh, on the stay in history. history. Steve, brought to you by Bundren Property Group. Uh, I think your boy's birthday. I think your boy was born. Uh, let's see. John Samuels? Yep, your boy, 1858. Old Teddy Ball game. Teddy Roosevelt was born on this day. <laughs> Teddy Ball game. Oh, uh, <laughs> Teddy Bull Moose. <laughs> Old Teddy Bull Moose. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, born 1858, on the stay in history. He's my guy. He's your dude. Do you have any 
cool facts about the world on today? On today? Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Like, What happened in Cardinals history today? Ooh, that's a good one. That's what we ought to Because in October to. should be. Well, you've already missed on, like, the... All the a lot of the big ones on the Ozzie Smith home. My dad keeps texting me and saying, "Why is Craig missing all these major?" Events? George would never do that. Right, you want you want to see it? Yeah, I do. George is watching the show. He's listening to it. And he's, he's like, "Why is he an idiot?" To it. As much as you talk about his balls, he's listening to it. Why do you think he listens? <laughs> <laughs> when you hear your your own son talk about your balls and you created him from the Today balls, is and he talks October about October twenty seventh. Correct? Correct. 2006 at the New Bush Stadium. <laughs> Here he goes. This is better. The Cardinals <laughs> beat the heavily favored Tigers 4-2 to two in Game 5 of the Fall Classic to win their first world championship since 1982. First world Ooh. championship I ever got to watch. Most surreal thing I've ever seen. Because I think I might have just spit on you, too. Uh, just, most surreal thing. I'm going to come. I just yeah. punched myself <laughs> and, and got spit, spit on. on yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, so uh, St. Louis, who lost 10 of their last 14 regular season games, won less yeah, games than any World Series 89 wins history. that year? Yep, less than any team in history. Uh, and also, on this day in history – 2013, the Red Sox win the first World Series game to ever end on a pickoff, beating the Cardinals 4-2 to two in Game 4 of the Fall Classic. Colton Wong, 23-year-old pinch running for Alan Craig, is caught off first base by, Beltran. Boston, by Boston closer Koji Uhara. I remember oh. my, the level of my anger like towards how much Colton I Wong had towards Colton Wong in that moment. I still do. I'll never like him. You have one. You're there. <laughs> In that particular instance, you got one thing to do. It's a worst case scenario. It is a you cannot a potential Hall of Famer at the plate who may not play next year. You cannot <laughs> get picked off at first Listen, base. Maybe if you would have had a little. Come on. He He's turned out to be a beautiful little fielder, but man, that, uh, that right there made it hard to like. October 14th. Hey, does Craig know what day it is? Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. You didn't. Um, and then he sent Why me. Why are you telling me this shit? October 16th. You know what Friday is? V. It must have been. A, but I go, no, but I think I have a feeling. And he's like, Craig, tell Craig this. Clark Blast, a three-run home run, 1985. Tell Craig this? Yeah. Why don't you just give George my number and we can no. cut out the fucking middle, man. <laughs> no, thank we you. We can have a nice little conversation no, about thank you. Cardinal baseball. I already did that to my stepbrother. Not letting it happen to me. <clears throat> I ain't getting cut That's out. Great. I ain't getting cut out. I'll have two dads. Uh, on the stay in history. Uh, 1989, Ruben Tejada's birthday. Pete Vukovic. Ruben Tejada? Yeah. Have you seen the Miguel Tejada video where they call him out about his age? That's Miguel Tejada, right? Yeah. He was an excellent shortstop. Unbelievable for Orioles. Yeah. And, and Texas. They found like his birth certificate. Or no, Oakland? <clears throat> he was. Benchwarmer scene. He was, he was like, I am 12. <laughs> I am 12. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly it. And he's, he's just in the interview like, uh, no hablo English anymore. And like takes off his thing and just hits out of there. Which there are. What? I would do it. Who cares? Pools is 63 years Dude, old. My, Joe Weezy's. Uh, I, I, He's listen, old. Listen, 
I'll take him He's back sick. right now. Oh, I'll take him back right now. Right now, I will pay Matt Carpenter $25 million to sit at home and watch Albert Pujols DH for this team or Dude, play first base. Him and, him and Shane Deans played together back in the Pujols day. Pujols and Shane yes, yeah. when they were young kids. <laughs> they were in the just wee little lads. In the 1900s. Teens. Red Shane was a gamer. He's a gamer. Just a gritty fucking played a beautiful game but boy was he scrappy he was the original cardinal the, he is what it is the to oc be a cardinal. he's the reason why there's a cardinal way when you got a guy that's just like steady <clears throat> in the clubhouse for 90 years like you do what red <laughs> tells you <laughs> <laughs> what fucking red says yeah everybody's so. like yeah he's like yeah mosaic's making the decisions he's like smoking a cigar yeah, it's Mosaic. <laughs> or he's just wandering around on that <laughs> golf cart. <laughs> like, where am I? <laughs> yeah. Um, are the Dodgers going to win it? Do you have any idea what's going on? No. I know that I, I know that every time I see Rand, uh, Randy or Rosarina highlight that my blood pressure spikes. So I'm putting a little space in between me and that. He broke the record for all broads. In the World Series? In the playoffs. Jesus fucking Christ. But. This fucking pitcher that we got I for think him. There's this pitcher that we got for Libertore. He better fucking be Sandy fucking Koufax. Because. Uh, Rosarina's special, <laughs> dude. Oh, I don't know. He could have just got You think hot. it's flashing a pan? I don't think so. I don't I think know. He's, he looks I think good he's a there. gamer, dude. He looks good I think there. that's And my thing is, is like, I appreciate pitching wins championships. I really do, but. Yeah. And it's nice to have a couple three dudes in your lineup that are no. We're seeing you know core if, players. I think if you if you can string five or six quality at bat guys, like just quality at bat yeah. guys, like that's what I thought the Cardinals were trying to do. I was like, that's a brilliant idea. If you put Fowler and Carp as one and two, and yeah. then just tough outs, whoever yeah. they describe as a tough out. Yeah. Because that is the only thing Guys that are I've seen hit that wears down really good pitchers is when they hit about the fifth inning and they're like, Jesus Christ, man, yeah. they have been they've thrown 40 extra pitches. Yes, dude. Like, and they've had to outthink these guys, every fucking guy, because that's the only battle you have against a really good pitcher is you got nine brains against one. And he has to keep thinking that whole time, or two, him and the catcher. But he has to keep thinking about each one of those batters to where they just have to think about one guy. You know, he's got to think about an entire fucking lineup plus morning, pinch Chris. hitters. Good morning. Chris Good morning, Pinnick. Chris Panic. I'm growing out my mustache, and I can't keep it out of my mouth. Ugh. It's going to be oh, worth yeah, it dude. to fully form persona of a cannabis. You got to shave it right at your lip. You can let it grow real thick. Oh, man. Right Who are you talking to? Yeah. What's interesting, though, is if you're growing I'm talking it out, like it's, uh, if you're growing it out, out, then <laughs> cutting it here, like, it makes for the flow kind of weird. Like, if you're really putting some. Gives you a nice broom. Yeah, you got to, if you want to. Broom broom. You got to kind of comb it out kind of like the Pringles guy. just No. Right no. Uh, if you do that, then it'll kind of train itself to where you got like you got a nice little hairless little diamond right here. Uh, but other than that, man, you're fine. You got a you got a nice little thing going. It's kind of covers the mouth down here. But One yeah, of the you funniest things to watch is Craig try to I hit need beard oil. a pipe whenever he has his full mustache and he has to like 
move it to the side so he can get the glass to skin contact, or else he can't get it. Yeah, side. Oh, there's yeah. no, so there's no way to watch him. <laughs> yeah, yeah that no. is a weird thing. When I was doing a bong rips one time and had a full can't get any mustache. Yeah, can't get any closure on. Yeah, it. I couldn't. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, we did it. I think we did. I think we did. I think we did. Did you guys enjoy the show? Yeah. <laughs> Missy's comment right when you say that. Barf, barf. I think that was in. Uh, Did you guys enjoy the show? Session. Barf, barf. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good long she game also plan meant for barf, a World barf, Series. Show, yeah. If you've worn out all these pitchers all season, Dennison knows baseball too. Probably, I hope. Probably. Did you ever catch it on fire? Um. Be right with you. I got a customer. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and uh, you want me to wrap this up or you want me to listen to you close this guy? Okay, cool, man. This hey, is, what's up, brother? This is on camera right here. Though. Yeah, we're live right now. How you Unless doing, brother? You want to come say hi? And come say hi. What the problem is? No problems here, brother. Go Blues. Go Blues. All right. That's what we do here at Sweetleaf. We're forming a community. Um, I did see his picture on a wanted thing earlier, though, so he could <laughs> he could murder us all after this show, but at least we got him on camera. Um, no, that's a, that's a, Willie, right? Well, yeah. Willie. Yeah. Well, I, it's my kid's name. <laughs> but if my brother said, if you called me a will, if one of my brothers said, don't church it up, it's Willie. <laughs> if I was a will, I would definitely go by Willie. I'm a William. Great. Much more prestigious. <laughs> what, what are, you, are you asking me what I would be if I was yeah. uh, if I was, I'd be a Bill. <laughs> He'd be a Bill. Bill also <laughs> a Will. So we go. <laughs> Yeah, he, he does. Like Billy. 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 He does look like a Billy. Bill 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 Guys, we did it. We, we did, did it. another show. I got. I got to help people here at Festus. Come see me at Steve's Festus, gotta go man. Work. I got to work. Uh, this guy's got to go. We're gonna. We got to make a song. We got to make a commercial. There is one thing. Group. Oh, what, what was the one thing? Oh, you remember? I told you at the break. The one thing. I told you at the. Oh, oh, shit. I remember. Cowabunga.